let's go It's time for Heartland Radio Here we go Welcome to Heartland Radio 2.0 It's Wednesday, July 24th Feel pretty good about it Mm-hmm. Got my mean? day started off right. Uh-huh. Woke up at a decent hour. Uh-huh. It's like, all right, it's cool outside. Maybe I'll get something done before I go to work. Okay. I get to the the mud room. Mm-hmm. Well, you ever do- see one of those movies like uh, like when uh, like a li- flash of light happens and then all the kids disappear? Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine my mud room is like some kind of uh, local county fair or something, and there were a bunch of kids with ice cream cones, and then the light flashed, all the kids are gone, and there's just, like, <laughs> little piles of melted chocolate ice cream everywhere. That's what my mudroom looked like. With the, dog shit? The Great oh. Dane's sick again. He's oh. sick again, oh. and he just dropped little muddy piles. Like, yeah, poor guy was going for the back door, back and forth. So he just kept pacing and dropping while he was pacing. But, yeah, it was not good. All in the time... Between when my lady leaves for work and when I got up. So it hit about an hour and a half window there where he just let it go. What if instead of the cow patty bingo <laughs> for the foundation, <laughs> we let your great thing go back there, two shits. We were talking like 20, 20 numbers he hits <laughs> in an hour and a half time frame. He'll spray that thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, that could be very, be very entertaining. So what were you planning on doing before the... Uh before the uh, mudroom shit mess. I don't know. Out. I had enough time, really. I was like, this shit, I could probably knock out mowing or something. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I, I was feeling productive. Middle of America. Get a little workout. Mm-hmm. Nothing know? like waking up to just a couple of fresh piles of shit right in your face. <laughs> couple. Hey, real quickly, you're the, you're the early morning mow guy? No, I've never done that before. But <laughs> I felt pretty productive this morning. My, <laughs> but, uh, my neighbor now where I live is an early morning mow guy. And it took early? me a little bit to get used to it. How early? He'll do it on the weekends at like 7.30, 8 a.m. Oh, come on, Pop. Nine, it's going to be nine on the weekends. No, I would never do that on a weekend. And both my neighbors leave early in the morning for work, so I don't have to worry about waking anybody up. But I thought about it because it was not like I could open my window. I was like, man, it's cool outside. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, well the logic is, right, you do it that early before it gets to the peak heat of the mm. day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. But still, that sucks for everyone around you who's trying to hey. sleep in. Yeah. For sure. I would never do it knowing I had neighbors. That neighborhood sleep. behind me there, uh, there's a couple down there that I don't think they're big old McAfee fans. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. There's somebody who drives my garbage cans oh, into the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a fun-ass person. You know what fun-ass people do? They don't only just listen to podcasts. They go out and see live events oh, yeah. in person. Yep. They go see cool shit in person, live. They don't just watch everything on TV at home. Mm-mm. They get out and they experience shit. And if you're going to do that, we suggest that you get your seats through SeatGeek. It's the only place we trust for buying tickets because they don't catfish you. The tickets that you see are the tickets you get. And they give you the best seat every time for your value because they shop all the other ticket selling platforms and they're like, hey, this is the best seat for your $50, or, mm-hmm. or these are the best two seats for your $200. So it, it takes out all the guesswork. Saves you hours of searching on the Internet. It's the best value for your buck every time, and your purchase is always guaranteed, so you shop with SeatGeek with complete confidence. Every time, make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best seats on every type of ticket, whether it be comedy, whether it be baseball, whether it be football, whether it be an orchestra or some Broadway play, they're the best place to get your ticket every freaking time. Best of all, our listeners get $10 off 
their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the app and enter the promo code HEARTLAND. That's promo code HEARTLAND for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. We used to live for fucking ruining people's cars. Live for yeah. <laughs> Live for people. I mean, we used to walk into grocery stores, go grab the Magic Puff, the fucking marshmallow shit. That's the best. Mm. Then go to the porn store and buy a bunch of um, homosexual magazines. And then you just paste them to the car. And then once in the summer heat and then it cools down, those are impossible to get off of your car. Oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I never did that. <laughs> I did. I, that is an incredibly... I, I once got, I once got uh, cat food put all, all over my car, and there was like six cats sitting on my car when I got out. But cat piss is a smelly fucking... <laughs> <laughs> we candy card a kid's car one time. We got a bunch of Hershey syrup, poured it all over oh, the yeah, car, yeah. threw glitter all over it. Then you get like we fruity pebbles and cat piss, though, and... I think damaging cars is almost our high school's thing there for a while. We used to do it in wars. Like, we would drive around and someone would pop out of someone's trunk and throw whatever was in the trunk at the car behind it and stuff like that. Dude, we were, I threw a party at the house I lived at. Eagle Summit used to be like the, it was the parentless house, you know, just me and my friends lived there. But the one responsible friend went out of town. He went Mm. to go see his dad in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, me and the other friends that are living there, like, stole a party. Ends up way out of control, like, a thousand people there. Something crazy from all over the other schools. <laughs> this one dude shows up uh, I don't like, and he had, he drove this big boat of a car, you know, like a big old Lincoln or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when he was inside, we had found this um, dead possum <laughs> that was near we the fence line. There. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it and I put it in his trunk and hid it under some blankets oh, he had in there or whatever. And then we took dog shit because the responsible <laughs> buddy has a great Dane. So we took all this dog shit yep. and we spread it underneath his seats, oh, great. his driver and passenger oh, seats. Oh, inside the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This poor About a week guy. later. Oh, dude. This dude came to hunt me down to fight me, like in the school. He's like, kind of hard to blame. Yeah, justify yeah. it. Oh, I deserved it. I put deserved a it. For dead sure. We did that with a dead deer once, but we put it on top of the car on the outside. Oh, so, so it wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not so bad. Our one friend used to have a Plymouth Laser, and if you're unfamiliar with the car, it is a very small, very tiny mm-hmm. car. And it took about two or three people, but you you bent down, you could pick it up. Oh, yeah. So we would yeah. pick up the back end of it and turn it completely sideways, so he couldn't back out of whatever parking spot he got into. So he couldn't leave until the people around him left. I, a bunch of my buddies turned a dude's car over. Oh, the dude's car broke oh, down, fuck. and it was along a ditch line yeah. along County Road. And the other everybody hated this dude. He was like a grade ahead of us. And my friends saw it there, got up. There was like five of them in the car. Fucking flipped it down the ditch. <laughs> Turned it on its head. It was like one of those little Daytonas or something. Yours was his car. See, yeah. ours were like all kind of a good fun. Yours, Todd, kind of crossed the line a little bit. Dude, farmers get weird, dude. We get, when you live in the country, you get medieval. Did I ever tell you guys the Molotov cocktail story from high school? Uh, uh, I don't think you so. You want to tell the story? Yeah, how many years ago? Statue. Yeah, yeah I think so. We didn't do anything wrong. We were we were in an empty parking lot, and a we were Molotov cocktail. We didn't do anything. Wrong. <laughs> we didn't do anything wrong. We were in an empty parking lot, we and it was like me and three of my buddies, and we had three Molotov cocktails. Which, if you don't know what they are, it's a glass bottle filled with gasoline with a rag in the top. Highly illegal. And you would light the rag mm-hmm. and throw it, and it would shatter, and it would make a little ring of fire, and it would burn out after a couple minutes. Okay, so we were in an empty parking lot, nothing around, doing it. Oh, fuck. And we were just well, we were bored high school kids, right? Yeah, I yeah. We weren't doing drugs. Right. Yeah, you weren't doing drugs. 
Just arson. Molotovs cool. are great. <laughs> I always thought it was whiskey. <laughs> so, we, so we're doing this, and this car pulls up into the parking lot and sees us doing it. We're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, let's run. We get in our buddy's car, and we drive away, and we're driving through the neighborhood, and we're like, well, let's not turn this into like a high-speed chase. Like, what's this person really going to do to us? So they're just following us, following us, following us. And it go, we go pretty much all around Plum, and they're still following. This is like a good 10-minute chase. Right. And so we finally are like, shit, what are we going to do? We still have one of these things in the car. Oh, no. And my buddy was like, uh, shit, put the window down. And he tries to throw it out the window in the back seat, but it's a childproof window where it only goes down halfway. So he goes to throw it out the window, and he goes, oh, fuck, and he spills gasoline all over himself. He finally turns it sideways and gets it out the window and throws it into the woods. We're like, all right, well, at least we got rid of the evidence. And so we finally, we're, this guy is still chasing us, and we finally come to a driveway, and we're like, all right, let's just pull over we're just going to have to kick the shit out of this guy. <laughs> this was a real discussion we had in the car because there were, right. there were four of us. Who's going after him first? You could see it was one guy? It was one guy, yeah. We could see we could see him because we were close enough. Like I said, we weren't trying to like turn Massive this into a high-speed chase. Massive on this guy. Yeah. So I don't think he knew there were four of us in the car. Got it. So we all get out of the car and look at him, and we're in the driveway, and he's parked behind us in the street blocking us into the driveway. Jesus. So he sees all four of us get out. And he kind of looks at us and he just shakes his head and goes, you fucking blew it and drives away. And we were like, okay, what does that mean? Like, that was very ominous. And that was the last scared. thing he ever said That was the last thing he said. We're like, okay. Well. Like, in my head, I'm like, all right, he must have got the license plate. He probably called the cops. We're uh -huh. fucked. Nothing. Nothing ever happened, thankfully. But my friend who tried to throw it out the back when he goes, oh, shit. I should have lit it and threw it at him while he was chasing it. I was like, thank God you didn't. Yeah. No. I thought that's what the guy meant. Yeah. yeah. Now you got a chance to throw it at a car. Uh, you're supposed to light on fire, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just throw bottles of gas. <laughs> that's like that story um, that uh, British comic comedian told about The Rock saying, hey, are you? And then he gets pulled away. Did you ever hear about this? Uh -huh. It was a couple weeks ago. His question was, she was told, so do you. And then he got Russell, uh, um, pulled away. Pulled away. It was 14 months later. He said, I wanted to know, so do you make it the haha? <laughs> 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 Which was my absurd way of asking, are you a comedian? Because I had a few rounds of tequila before I hit the red carpet. Classic. <laughs> love Keep kicking ass. And her <laughs> name was, guy. she was Rachel and she was a Scottish comedian. Mm. That, that's that's a crazy. You blew it. Like I wonder. What, I still wonder what that guy meant. I still wonder what that guy meant. Me too. What a great rock story that would have when you're a comedian. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Are you better off not knowing what he was about to say and just keep that no, like, gimmick going? Depends on how good it does on stage. Yeah. That show, that, <laughs> True. It's probably a really good bit on stage. Yeah, I bet it is. Fourteen month run there, she crushed. And then now it got even bigger because it did go viral. It went viral. Yeah, but if she's a good comedian, she could build off of what now that she find out what it actually was, how big of a disappointment it was. And stuff oh, like yeah. That. Do you make it the ha? <laughs> <laughs> what a question. What a question from The Rock. How much small talk does The Rock have to do? Oh, uh, couldn't even imagine. Never ends, right? Couldn't even imagine. He small talks with his phone. Yeah, <laughs> he does. That's his Instagram post, mm -hmm. his small talk. I think he likes it, though. He, so he likes talking, so... Makes sense. I don't mind the small talk with oh, people. Boy. Yeah, people hate it. I get that reaction. <laughs> people really hate the small well, talk. Well, that goes back to like the Uber thing, too, with us about how we don't talk to the Uber drivers, yeah, and you, you do. do. 
Well, how are you going to sit there fucking less than three feet from a guy for fucking 25 minutes while he's making you car sick and you're just not going to say a word to the guy? <laughs> no, you're right. just playing on your phone. What if the pilot was sitting in an open cockpit with you on an airplane? Would you not want to just at least know just Take a little brain. bit about That's different. Guy? It's much more interesting. Yeah. I've only flown a plane once out of a lot of questions. I'm like, what's that button? <laughs> I've driven a car many times. <laughs> what's that button do? What's, what's that button do? <laughs> <laughs> what's the opposite of small talk? It's just big talk? Uh, How often do you two hook up up here? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. That's a real thing that pilots do. They hook up with each other? Yeah. Pilots hook up mm-hmm. with each other? That's what the turbulence is. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just bump the stick? Yeah. In the rain is when God's mad. <laughs> <laughs> and he decides to pee on you. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the pilot thing. Like, I'd have a lot of questions for the pilots, but like Nick said, I've driven a car before. Yeah, but that guy has your life in his hands, or girl has that, their life in their hands. If it's an interesting-looking person. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I'm wow. completely judgmental. I didn't know we judged book by cover. Well, I, I, give him, I always give him the, hey, how you doing? Uh, and then I judge based off of that answer. Yep. Great, I'm, everything's great. How are you? Whether I'm going to continue. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a business call. <laughs> I only Uber in bigger cities, though, where it's terrible to drive in. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, the only time I Uber, I think, is in New York, basically. Right. And it's fucking terrible. And I feel like most of them, they're like taxi drivers. They don't want to fucking talk to anyone. Correct. They just want to get you there and get you out. They prefer the divider if right. they could. Yeah. Man. I almost puked in a minivan in fucking uh, New York right before a massive meeting with a Fortune 500. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered an Uber XL and a minivan popped up. And I'm like, this is not... I mean, we got no other option, but this is not going to be good. And it had the... Um, the hard wooden ball roller seat covers. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. Even for the back seats? Who uses yeah. those? It was bad. And he was a bad driver, too. I, uh, I let him know, too. <laughs> wasn't my greatest Uber experience, so I told him. <laughs> Five stars, though, because I know you got to make a living. But right. I, I almost fucking uh, almost hocked up some shit back here. When I'm behind the wheel, I love driving New York City. You could just fucking lay on the horn for no reason at all. I don't like, think I've ever driven. Like, it. ask Nick. I'll because I, I used to drive across <laughs> to New York, and once I hit those city limits, I that horn does not stop. I mean, <laughs> it's a real, it's a real adrenaline. You rush. have to. Oh yeah, you have to. Let them know you're getting over. They're getting over. Yeah. There's no honk zones. What do you mean no honk zones? There's no honk not zones. Where I, not where Not my New York. Yep, in New York City, there's <laughs> no sound zones. I don't play those rules. But how can you enjoy driving in it when you barely get to move? I mean, it takes literally well, no, two no, no, hours no, no. to go a few blocks. That's the game you play. <laughs> that's the game you play. If, if, you, if you pick the lanes right and you drive aggressive enough, you move. You move. To everybody else. I, I play that game in supermarkets. What really? the fastest way to get to the cash uh, register? You yeah. picked a good lane. Yeah, uh-huh. you do. I do that. Now. Oh yeah, yeah. Try to eyeball. Yeah. Like, oh, that one's a little longer. But oh, yeah, yeah. I can tell these people know what they're doing. Yeah, at every yeah. red light, you're judging the car that's mm-hmm. at the front of the line. Yep, right. yeah. yep. Like, all right, make model that fucking red little sports car that has a little shit bucket on the back. <laughs> that thing's probably going to want to get off a little bit. <laughs> Let's go behind that instead of this minivan or this other truck here. How mad are you if that minivan just fucking? Uh, I feel like I lost. I do feel like I lost. <laughs> some of those new minivans got <laughs> oh some fucking Kia. Boot. Yeah, they got some boost in the back. Sportage. The nope, Honda that's Odyssey. Yeah, there it is. Yep. That's the yeah. best. That's like a, it's like a hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It seriously is. Spice it's Adams. So nice. I think Spice Adams minivans got some go go. Yeah, too. Yep. I think it's got some juice. Mm-hmm. It. See, that's your ACL, by the way, man. I think I tore it. Doing what? I was cutting the hoop. You were cutting the hoop. I threw a pass a little too far ahead. Z had to reach for it. ACL is blown. Uh, Might be off the season. Oh boy. What? What season? 
<laughs> I don't know what season's coming up. Fall? Autumn? Zeke's <laughs> out for the season. Autumn. IR. Are you not going to be able to dance at this wedding? Uh, oh. I might have to put a leg brace on, or what do you call those? Uh, Knee brace. Knee brace. Yeah. Are you a dancer at weddings? Immobilizer. Yeah, you know, I, I usually rely on like my three moves. Your hand dance. Oh, you're like uh, Hitch. Yeah, you can just hand yeah. dance. You're a very good hand dance. I'm a very good hand dance. You don't, you don't need any more than that, by the way. Just like in guitar, they say you only need three chords. I think mm -hmm. dancing, you only need three good moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can cycle through them in a, in a smooth fashion. I, I rely on like, my fishing motion. That's like my, my go-to. Oh, oh, so you back. do terrible dances. <laughs> <laughs> the fishing motion works pretty well, if, if it's the right situation. Okay, yeah, yeah, because then social awareness comes in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> can we see the fishing motion? Uh, it just doesn't come natural like that. This just, isn't the... You need music. Yeah, I need the forum yeah. for it. Exactly. I could see you talking to every single human at the wedding. Like, that's your goal. <laughs> just head bopping, just, how you doing? Yeah. yeah. Doing? Foot's pretty good in the back. <laughs> you're here for the bride or groom? <laughs> Ty, you were at a wedding. I was, yeah. Did you dance? Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, really? You go, you. Big time, yeah. Well, I you got saucy there, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, I was the best man. It was my little brother's wedding, so it's kind of, it's, you know, yeah, not you just got a to. run of the mill. I. Uh, we had to be there at like 8 a.m. for pictures. Yeah. Didn't take pictures until like 1.30. Mm -hmm. I, I was blacked out by <laughs> <laughs> before the ceremony started. So it was, it, but but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Last time I went out with Ty, he was the same scene, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it was the same scene. Very similar. Well, that's, it's in those situations, they, they were just like, all right, 15 minutes, guys. And we, the, we were in like the basement. The girls got like everywhere else yeah. to get ready no internet down there no tv oh it's like a bachelor pretty much you're and like a reality yeah show. exactly and they were like hey guys please keep the drinking in check and who we, said that? <laughs> that that's it's what normally the reverend yeah yeah and the who the reverend the reverend's gonna come tell Did, me what to do it, we, hey we, buddy you're just reading a script up there aren't you? <laughs> we, were one, we were one of the night before the reverend almost said if they're like this tomorrow we're not i'm not doing the wedding well and we didn't have anything like Whoa. that because that's well, well and that's the other thing too <laughs> is like uh my brother's now wife was getting mad because you know i just have no filter like she'd say something stupid and i just start roasting her immediately like <laughs> she got on a schmidt list oh yeah wedding? yeah big time like during while they were actually getting married to she'd say shit and I'd like look back at the rest of like the bridal party and just like roll my eyes and stuff just shit you shouldn't do in front of like, you know <laughs> a lot of other people uh but no yeah it was good uh oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. G gave a gave a speech the the DJ he like uh, oh, he, oh, I, I buried him big yeah. time right right out the get go I wish I don't have the uh the footage from that part but he introduced the maid of honor for because she went before me and then didn't say anything, and I was like, Jesus Christ, pal, are you going to give me an introduction, or, or what's going on here? Yeah, so, but no, yeah, dancing, at something like that, you have to. It's a must. And when you have that much booze and that much of the pen in your system, I mean, you're just going to... You're gonna go after it, and I did. You told me straight-faced mm -hmm. that you hit that pen probably one thousand times <laughs> wedding day. Yeah, pretty close to it. I mean, you saw how much. That is a record. <laughs> you saw that that has to be a record. You saw how much juice was in that thing before I left. I came back, and it's it's empty. Ty does not do anything in moderation. No, I when don't. When Ty goes out drinking for a night, it's for a good time, not a long time. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Well, and I also yeah. Caitlin, Caitlin, God bless Caitlin. Yeah, I know. You're having She's a fucking, quite the caretaker. Wow. 
<laughs> she, I, I actually, I didn't, I didn't puke or anything. I didn't have to be carried out uh, on Saturday night. So that, you know, that's, that's a step good. in the right direction. Yeah, so, yeah, like yeah you know, hey, if you look at some of those Instagram pictures I posted from the wedding, though, there's one of them. My eyes are like. <laughs> The darkest shade of red possible. And I just, it, you know, thinking almost back. as bad as they were at the Bahamas uh, yeah. in that golf tournament. Yeah, pretty close. Oh yeah, pretty close. Oh, when you were squealing tires. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, the, I, I was making those drinks strong at the wedding too. You know, I mean, triples. May, you know that you're not paying for it. No, yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, I. Mm. Ten parts Jack, one part Coke. It's, uh, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> you know, I just realized I've never been the best man at a wedding. Really? Yeah. Which it doesn't sound that unusual for you guys, but I'm 48. Like I've had a lot of friends get married, mm-hmm. and several times, some of them. It's the bride, and none. Guarantee it's the bride. No best man. That's I've been ruled be. out. I think I've been ruled out of a couple weddings. Yeah. Uh, a stat. Mm. Who's your best man in your three weddings? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Was Bailey ever your best man? Uh, Bailey was co-best man in my second wedding, but he was a little kid, okay, so it was okay. just kind of novelty mm-hmm. co-best man. Um, <laughs> he was slash ring bearer and best man. How would your How would your friends not pick you just for the speech alone? That's like you would ha- you would have had to give the best. I know. Speech. Now I'm thinking back. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with these guys? It's like if they were like if I if I was even somewhat in the running, I think you got to give it to me. Todd. When I say this, I mean this. I've only gotten to give one speech at a wedding. Uh huh. The build-up, because you're representing an entire side of a family. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The build-up to the speech, I felt, and this is probably not going to be good for the, the bride or the groom, but I felt as if people were more excited for my speech <laughs> than for said wedding. Yeah. Does that oh, make sense? Yeah. Which oh, they would absolutely. probably do for you. Like, absolutely. Todd McComas is giving a speech, too. Let's <laughs> remember that. Out. I did uh, write, co-write a, uh, a wedding speech, because Marnie was, uh, she was bridesmaid in a wedding last year. And I was pretty proud of him. I got to sit in the writer. crowd and the joke would hit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wedding crashers, right? Yeah. That's wedding crashers. Mm-hmm. And then you over... <laughs> the thought of you over... <laughs> <laughing>. <laughs> <laughs> Selling it. <laughs> the last, the last wedding we were at, I was dying laughing at some things that were being said oh, by yeah. groom. Nobody else was really laughing at. It. And I was like, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and same reason that you weren't the officiant for that one because it would have stole the show. Exactly. It stole the entire wedding. But mm-hmm. both the bride and the groom did want me to be the officiant. They did. Yeah, they did. Which is. It's rare you get them both on the same page. Right. Though, so. Yeah, but it was only like six hours to the wedding or whatever. And Fox and I don't think we've woken up yet. Hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Diggs, uh, tell the story about Riggy racking those pool balls. Oh, dude, it was the best. So the same wedding where, so we go from the church where we were just told if they're like this tomorrow, <laughs> we're not doing the wedding. <laughs> we were super drunk. Very, very drunk. I love that one. So and then we go to um, the dinner after the rehearsal. After the rehearsal, you go to the rehearsal dinner or whatever, and there's, like, this montage playing of the couple up on screen and, like, everyone's crying and stuff like this. Oh, boy. And fucking in the background, our, our buddy Dirty just fucking, all you hear is the fucking, the, the pool balls cracking after because he racked it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was playing a pool game by himself while fucking, fucking video was on. And the fucking dad... The, the bride's dad couldn't have been. I've never seen some someone so mad in their fucking disgusted life. <laughs> disgusted. Because they had already just told us, like, hey, if you guys don't fucking chill Bro. tomorrow, there's going to be a whole issue. I'm, I'm, he's just cracking fucking balls in the background. I'm staring down the barrel of this situation. I yeah. know it. Like, I mean, I got a wedding coming up, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm staring down the barrel of all of these situations, <laughs> all of them. I think I'm going to have a uh, place. I mean, granted, this is in my head, so it has to get okay and cleared by like five, six people. But <laughs> in my head, by the committee, yeah. <laughs> in my head, I want to have like a microphone somewhere for people to do toasts oh. throughout the night. Oh boy, so that makes that'd sense? be electric. That would yeah. be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, but you will be judged. Like I think the, I think the. Um, I think there'll be a card on tables that's like uh, the microphone up there uh, is for toast. So if you'd like to give a toast to the evening, uh, the Mr. and Mrs. McAfee, blah, blah, blah. Go on and have it. Just have a drink with you. But you will be judged. So like if you go up there and suck, mm -hmm. there's a chance you're getting kicked out of the whole thing. You know oh, what I mean? I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like if somebody. So at least we have a little bit of. So at least there's a little fear of people to get on that microphone. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. there should be, let's, let's make sure those are good up there. But I think that is a solid, especially with the humans that are going to be at this thing. It's like, I don't know if we have enough mics to go around right. for everybody, but hey, if you're starting to feel it, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and give yourself a little toast. That's up. a great idea. It's a, uh, we had, I, I liked this thing we did, but that just takes it to a whole new level. But and my married Bailey's mom, we had a camera person that went around the reception and we just grab a hold of you and be like, hey, do you want to give like a testimony yep. or something? A little like, personalized yeah, yeah. message. And then we got to like keep the ones that they didn't put in the video or whatever. Like my buddies just like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Still dueling pianos? That's a great idea. That's great. No, everybody idea. loves a dueling piano. I think oh, yeah. it's the best. Everybody loves it. Never had a bad time. Come on. Always a sing along. Always. Yep. You get a fiddle standing up on there, too. Oh. Devil went down there. Oh. Pleases all generations, too. The yeah, olds are happy. Yes. The youngs are happy. Because they can play anything. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've, I've had some good nights in my life, and I just kind of want to piece them all together for one <laughs> night. Yeah. But boy, I'm staring down a barrel for a lot of problems, I can already tell. <laughs> the whole. It's, it's already happening with the whole. Uh, uh, what are they called? Hmm. Bridal party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How many are you going to have? I have no idea. Okay, well, I need some sort of number because I need to make my list. And I'm like, well, why don't you make your list and then I'll make my list? <laughs> so she makes her list and tells me a number. I'm like, well, I need more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to go that way. I need more than that. And she was like, no, that's a lot. I was like, well, what do you want me to do? Just tell people to go fuck themselves? <laughs> I was like, what? how about this? I have zero. I said, I would like zero. <laughs> and she was like, so I, all my girls are just going to stand up there with zero guys on the other side? I was like, all right, I want Val. <laughs> <laughs> Scootsy. <laughs> Teddy. Oh, Teddy all my animals just getting walked down there with the That girls. would make her happy. She would like that. Yeah. yeah. I think so, too. And then just, yeah, because, I, man, there's a lot of people I've encountered throughout my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. I don't want to. It'd probably be better behaved than any of us. <laughs> the animals? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For Chuck, sure. Chuck up there? Come on. He's out. Chuck's not a member. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck's the only one that has to get uh, kenneled. <laughs> but it has, it has, I mean, it's a little mental strain there. And mm -hmm. then I just move on and don't think about it. But <laughs> there is a little bit of a mental strain there. I'm makes sense. I'm trying to have it in a. Um, a marijuana-friendly place, though, so we can have a bud bar. Oh. Mm. That's, that's a great idea. That would be so would awesome. Would mellow everyone out. That's oh, just a great idea. Open bud, you know? I think that'd be good. Like Tim McAfee out there. First time in his life. <laughs> <laughs> just forced to do it. For, for, go ahead. Because you can have an open bar right yeah. here. Okay. Right. And then have a bud bar right here. Mm -hmm. We'll mix and match. Now we're talking. Maybe the bud, guard, bud bar could be outside, so you don't have to worry about it. Oh. Well, I think... It, 
It's something to think about. It probably would have to be. It would have to be probably with yeah. these venues. I'm assuming Smoking they're not outside, sure. For sure. Uh, so what we're we thinking is a marijuana bar here. <laughs> you have good ventilation. <laughs> we're giving away blunts and everything. Yeah, it's going to be thick. <laughs> we got this one particular guy showing up. He's going to probably roll through a good five. Six <laughs> uh, I, that's the groom. I thought about starting. Uh, <laughs> a few years ago, I was going to start um, that um, like the wedding show, like where you, you can pay to come be a part of this wedding, but it's. It's fake, you know what I mean? Like it's a show put on, like they have in Vegas. Oh, okay. And, you, and I was going to try to do that here, and I, I don't know if it would have taken off or not, but I thought it could be so much fun to fucking write and produce this like live wedding that's not real mm-hmm. with with actors and comedians in it. I, I I always wanted to go when I go to Vegas. Nobody's been to that thing. No, 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 I've been to. The I've chapel. heard they're phenomenal. I haven't been to like an actual wedding, but I've been to the the it's chapel. Like a fake wedding going on with yeah. Actors, mm-hmm. is it funny? They do is do that. Good? No, I mean, I'm uh, saying I've been to like the venue, but I, I haven't so, seen. So they're they're trying to replace the wedding atmosphere just by having it's fake a wedding people. reception. So you somebody plays the drunk uncle, you know, and all oh, that shit. Oh, it's a show. It's a show. And there's an audience uh, watching. Yeah, you're sitting in like at a table, like you're so at the wedding. Admit, paid admission oh, people, oh, and then there the God. actors and stuff are mixed in. Do you know who's the actors and stuff like that, or no? You wouldn't. You wouldn't know it. Oh, okay. You're Me giving of, a speech yeah. about like maybe there's four random people at a table, and then there's three actors. And me just sawing down the three people that are at like the four. I just thought of it in my head because when I did the speech, like I took some shots of people in the crowd at the table. Oh, yeah. And you saw those tables light up. The thought of that would be a very, because you're oh, in dude. the show, mm-hmm. you're at the show, it's a wedding. So I think it'd be awesome. so much fun. So you you go as a couple, as a pay, say you and Kaylin go as a couple, Ty, and you pay admission. You may be the only two that aren't in on the joke mm-hmm. at a table of eight. Right. So they, they would have the, there would be a, a husband and wife that get in an argument over here about something or whatever. So everybody's table, depend, you would get, each table would get a different show. Like average Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You don't know who is, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Joe Schmo. What was it called? Joe Millionaire. Joe Millionaire. <laughs> is that the fake one? Yeah. Yes. Where they, they, they uh-huh. think the guy's a millionaire and then it, they find out he's worth like 25 grand or something. <laughs> no. Also, this one yeah, called, the, uh, there's yeah. this other one where there was one contestant who was a real human. He's from Pittsburgh. And it was a reality challenge series, mm-hmm. and everybody else was actors except for him. So he thought it was a real reality yes. show. In the way he was, it, it was, was a great show. It was on Spike. I don't know what happened yeah, yeah, yeah. To him. It was the greatest thing ever. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, I want, it was I appointment it. television for me. Yes, and especially because this guy was from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and he just so happened to be the nicest guy in history. The because, Joe Schmo show. Yeah, that's probably it right there. Yeah, I think it is. And then yeah. the other one was like Joe Millionaire. Like you mm-hmm. said, it was the opposite. Which yeah. was I awesome. think the only thing that happens with those shows is you can only run them for a couple seasons because then everybody catches on. Right. Oh, I'm on Woke. the Joe Schmo show. Yeah. But when you if you can bank enough episodes to get three seasons out of it before yeah. you even release it. It was awesome. It goes for a run. We should make that again. I know. I we know. should make one of those. Something to think about. We should hire someone here and they think they're actually hired. And they're really not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want that person to like take notes for you and stuff? No, not me. Probably Nick, though, for sure. Probably should shadow. I think Nick. we've had enough work-related experiences with me. What do you mean? The job shadow. Who was that? He was a good kid. Nice kid. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, a nice kid. I boy, I cannot put a face on that thing. Nope, neither <laughs> can I. Couldn't even. You he was line up twelve people right here. I'd be like. Uh, yeah, it's, I he was either. a nice kid. He, he, yeah. came, he was in here for the for podcast. Mm-hmm. I yeah. remember that, but I don't remember what he looked. Sat like. right here. Wow, I you, can't put you a guys face should on. be ashamed. Of I mean, young, good looking kid. I remember like Did he have jeans. No, his last name was Gross Jean. 
Oh, okay, so that's why I thought of jeans. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. It's all right. coming back. To that. I like to wear my brain on. <laughs> Just a picture of jeans was in my head, and they were gross jeans, by the way. They were affliction jeans. <laughs> no comment. Bro, good for my brain doing that. Now, if I could just figure out the codes it's sending me, that'd be great. <laughs> my brain was literally just talking in codes to me. Like, uh, you fucking remember this, dude, you idiot. <laughs> and I did fucking put it together. Because I was wondering, they were very ugly jeans in my head. And I was like, <laughs> I don't remember him. I remember his ugly jeans. His name's Gross Jean. Bro, this thing is pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> very impressive. It, it, it was pretty good. You only used 10% of it, though. Yeah, I think I've tapped in. I think, Beyond ten, I think with the things that I've done, I've tapped that Shangri La documentary. Tony, if you guys just want to, I kind recorded of, it last night. If you want to chill it out, yet. is it on Showtime? Mm-hmm. Shangri Dash, L.A. Mm-hmm. Like the village, Shangri La. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in the day, it used to be something. Everywhere you are is Shangri La. Is the song? Mm-hmm. By the way, doesn't matter where you are. Or what's it or, about? It's about the studio that Rick Rubin uses, oh, yeah, but the property it. is considered Shangri-La up in Malibu. It's like the best place on earth. Paradise, yeah. It's supposed to be magical, and it is, I guess. It huh. is. Mac Miller's last recording on there is on the documentary. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller oh. in there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A lot of... Uh, Lil Yachty was there, I guess. Young, mm-hmm. young, young Yachty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lil Yachty. Lil Boat. Tyler, the creator. Okay. Was there. Yep. These are Foxy, Foxy's boys. And one of his first, yeah, one thing Tyler created that said, he said, I don't know anything about this motherfucker, who Rick Rubin was. <laughs> and then all four, there's four episodes. Throughout all four, Tyler Creator and Rick Rubin are talking to each other, and Rick Rubin's telling his story to Tyler Creator. And by like the last one, Tyler Creator's like, this dude is that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was the DJ for the Beastie Boys. He started Def Jam in his dorm room. And he's the guy, he's the old white guy with the big beard that Jay-Z always mm-hmm. puts pictures yeah. with. And he owns Shangri-La, the studio in Malibu. He's got a lot of money. Really? All of the monies. I think he has all the monies. His house got burnt down in the fires. It's a damn oh. And I'll let, I'll, I'll let you figure out whether or not the studio got burnt down as well. Oh. Gotta watch it. Spoiler. Oh, okay. I will watch it. For I will. It sounds good. Transcendental meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. A lot of people are into that. Well, you look in. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of out. Mm-hmm. You look in. Oh, I was looking in earlier today. I feel really good about myself these days. Are you serious? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working out every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have been working out every, every morning. morning the Dick's world. been working out every morning. The other day, he said, I don't want to be average. I want to be great. I don't want to be average. Mm. There it is. Yeah. There but, it is. But other than that, I also didn't make $100 million and I'm now in debt. So I What's feel that? pretty good oh, about myself. Yeah. Adrian Peterson's Yikes. in debt. Really? What he's happened? Got, he's going to have to file for bankruptcy, oh. probably. Who is? Shit. AP. Still playing. Well, maybe that's why. Mismanagement of his money. Yeah, they said same thing. Trusted the wrong guys. Apparently, so Fuck. he he's made thirty million dollars more in his career than any other running back in NFL history, and uh, he got sued today for defaulting on like a five point two million dollar loan that Ugh. he was using to pay off another loan, and he's just like he owes a shitload. It's a of slippery money. slope, yeah. baby. Dude, that's the credit king, dude. <laughs> Whenever I hear those stories, they're just the worst, saddest things in the world because you Scary, became man. the one percent of the one percent to achieve what you did, and then get legendary status within that group, and then some dude that you trusted fucking blew all your fucking money. You should have seen Phil and I, because I went into the league right after everything crashed too. Yeah, right. So it was one year after everybody invested all this money. They're the smart right. people. All these people that invested. 
all zero. <laughs> We're all back at zero. Every money you put into the little slot machine called Wall Street crashed. Everything crashed, right? So I go in the NFL the year after that, and they're talking about, you know, managing your finances and this and that. And then you start hearing stories in the locker room of guys losing like $15 million from investments that don't work out and advisors taking advantage of people. How much did you say you thought Dwight Freeney lost during his career? Oh, I forget the amount. It was millions. Yeah. Millions well, of dollars. Tens of millions, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, millions of dollars because some guy frauded him in an investment real thing in L.A. Like it actually happened. It's documented. It's in the paper. Like all these things happen. So Phil and I started meeting with financial advisors my rookie year, and it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> they had no shot. Oh, uh, I was there for one. We uh, went to Panera. Yes, Panera. The guy said a one word that went over my head, and we got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it went. Because it, it was the same thing every single time. And I think, I mean, and I was going to say this the other day about Antonio Brown buying a $1.1 million watch. Somebody was like, That's why athletes end up broke. It's hard to remain financially disciplined whenever you look in your bank account and you see commas that aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like whenever you grow up and how you grow up with with very limited access to funds for anything, and then all of a sudden it shows up in there, it is very difficult. I will speak from personal experience. It is very difficult to remain financially disciplined whenever literally everything and anything you've ever thought about is possible. Hence... You know, like I have eight cars, I have mm -hmm. uh, numerous houses, I have a professional wrestling ring, I have ATVs, I have a dirt bike, I have an office here that is just very large. <laughs> I, it's just, it's very difficult not to pull the trigger and just have fun because the thought is, ah, I'm going to die someday anyways, can't take it to the grave, right? But Antonio Brown spending that is an insane thing. But the financial advisor thing is such a racket, man. It is such a racket. I, I'm assuming at some point there was a good financial advisor. Mm -hmm. Who made a lot of money for sure. somebody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I assume at some point there is good investments that you can make, but man, I I feel like I hear a lot more stories the other way than I do mm -hmm. the stories of like, oh, this guy invested my money, Psh, made me a billion dollars. I had ten million dollars, he made me a billion. You rarely hear that. Yeah, I feel like the ones that get in the most trouble are the ones who hire just one money manager and they give them like full power of attorney yeah. mm -hmm. to move their money around whenever they want to. Those guys. Just rob. And that's what people want to do in the NFL, by the way. Because then you don't have to fuck with it, I guess. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, this guy, I got this guy who's going to take care of my money. Yeah. He's done this, he's done this, he's done this. He's going to turn it into this. I don't even have to worry about anything. And then five years later, it's like, oh, yeah, we made some bad investments, man. Yeah. Well, was like, <laughs> we'll give it a go again next year. Yeah. <laughs> well, where the fuck did $7 million go? Vince Young, right? I, yeah. I know he spent a lot of his own. I don't know if he actually got defrauded, but I remember he was taking all his buddies out. They were just going ham at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Just bottle after bottle. You've seen that menu. Oh, yeah. Oh, so many items. It is easy to go ham at Cheesecake it, Factory. It's not just rich people either. I mean, it's on a different scale, but like back in the day, like you'd get a good commission check and there'd be six boxes at my door the next two days. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody judge athletes because it's a lot bigger fall, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You lose $100 million. I mean, there's some problems there. That, that's some, what's that? Uh, so for a financial advisor, their success rate, you want to know the percentage? Uh, who's giving? I want to know who's giving the uh, financial samurai. Okay, I'm sure that guy. I'm sure that guy has no nothing to gain with this percentage he's about to give out. You want to guess or you want to just say it? I would guess mm. it's below fifty percent. Yeah, way below. I'd say like ten. Higher. 20? Seventeen. Twelve percent success rate. Yeah. It's like you know what I like. Why do you sign up for that? <laughs> hey, you know like, what? Might man? as well go put on fucking black. Yeah, might as well, or you might as fifty percent there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it just 
Hey, man. Well, less than 50 zero and double zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it for the people that are going to correct it. <laughs> <laughs> or buy a professional wrestling ring. I mean, nobody has that. No. At least yeah. you know where it's going. At least I know where it went. That first year when I got back to training camp, after this like first off season I had going in my second year, I was like, man, I was about to become another one of those statistics there. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I've made better investments now. Got everybody out of debt, but we're lucky we hit that second contract. That's <laughs> why well, so they need to have something in place too for guy like especially like running backs, like with how many hits he's taken. And you know, you hate to say, it, but he probably doesn't have too many outside skills outside of football to do after he's done playing. So yeah. it's like if you lose all your money, you really are fucked. If- he, could open, he could open a daycare or something what? like that. Oh. <laughs> 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 he's a terrible guy. Yeah, uh, was it Brunel? Mark. Yeah, Mark Brunel. Yeah, he's. By all accounts, a very intelligent human being. Mm-hmm. Well, he, invent, he invested millions in floating furniture yeah. in case a flood comes. Yeah, same thing. Kurt Schilling invested a bunch the of money in like a, yeah, a video yeah. game company that went bottoms up like two months after he bought it. Because you all you have this dream of like, oh, my money's going to make money for me. Yeah. Where I don't have to do anything. So whenever my sport's done, I'm, this is going to be good. I'm going to be able to live this life forever. Uh, we all can't be Carl Nassib. Yeah. It's true. Bruno also sucked on TV, so. Jesus. He was. He was terrible. He wasn't great. I mean, if we had him in for an interview, he couldn't because his high horse wouldn't fucking fit through that door. (laughs) (laughs) What did he do? What did Mark Brunel do to Diggs? I just. Do you just not? You don't like lefty quarterbacks. You hate Steve Young. You hate Mark Brunel. I love Mike Vick. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Post. When he uh, was corrected. Hey. And before he started. (laughs) 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 You did. There's a bad the middle. Nine. There's a bad middle. He period. turned it all around. I have no problem with post Mike Vick. I mean, he went to Kellen gym. Moore, a yeah. big Kellen Moore guy too. What's he OC of Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, he is, baby. Mm-hmm. He might lead that start at the top. He's going to get a head coaching gig if they do any yes good at all. Yes, because he'll be on prime time every week. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, by the way, we got Foxy. Good businessman. Speaking of hating people, I thought about this the other day. Oh, no. Is there anything Antonio Brown could do to where you will not hate him anymore? Did oh. you like the flex of the one point one million dollar watch? You know what? I I liked it. I mean, how much money does it. he have? I will right, say so this about AB. At apologize. Least, at least he's trying to do things off the field. Like he's got his YouTube channel now. He's making content. He's selling merch. He's What's trying he other Gucci avenues. slides. Dude, he always bricks. is yeah. well dressed. Always has the top notch stuff. But if him spending a million dollars on a watch is the equivalent of me spending like four hundred dollars on a watch i mean how do you fucking argue mm-hmm. that it's a you know it's not a stupid investment well the guy who said it was the most precise watch on earth which <laughs> verizon told me my phone was that too oh big yeah. ben i mean i think big ben would argue that <laughs> <laughs> not the quarterback the actual clock he's competing with big ben everywhere he goes <laughs> but um i liked it dude I like that. I think Antonio Brown in that Drake video, the God's that's Plan why you one, like him. a hundred percent. That's why I like him. And also, I that he's going to make money for a long time. He's well connected. That's what I feel about. I mean, it sucks for Adrian Peterson. That's a, I think a so fortune too. that he lost, but he does have fame, right? And he does have a network within the industry, so he has the ability to make an income afterwards. He can do signing events, personal appearances. I mean, he, he can make a good living after I, that. But I think um, I think sucks. the NFL doesn't like its stars potentially being broke either. It's no, not it good for not. the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's not good for the league. Like right. this, this is not good for the NFL. Adrian Peterson is one of the best players of all time. Mm-hmm. Granted, he had a um, unfortunate situation that happened that caused bad PR for everybody, mm-hmm. and he did something. I assume he paid the. Uh, 
I don't know. Did he pay his pay debt to society? Sure. Pay, whatever it was, right? But he's one of the best of all time, and to hear mm-hmm. this story it makes the NFL look bad. Yeah, it really does. And I don't know. I've heard stories of other legends that were about to go broke, and then the NFL like finding them commercials to get paid on. I would assume something happens for Adrian Peterson to yeah. get his money back. That's I would hope so. I would hope so, by the way. He's too good at football for too long. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> You ever notice how Jason Bourne always has a perfectly clean shaven face? That's true. Oh, he e- does. Even on the move. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because of Dollar Shave Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I talk sense. about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, refining everything. They have everything Jason Bourne uses to look, feel, and smell his best. You name it, they have it, and he uses it. Jason's been a Dollar Shave Club member for years. And years. And as, as amazing as their stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. Dollar Shave Club has you covered from head to toe. They have everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes, even wipe your butt. Ooh. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products you use. You get what you want whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. Jason never has to waste time at a store wondering if what Jason is getting is any good. Jason don't waste no time. No, he doesn't. No As a Dollar Shave Club member, Jason knows what he's getting, and it's the highest quality. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their ultimate starter sets have basically everything you need for an amazing shower, close shave, or clean teeth. The best part is you can try each one for just $5. After that, the restock box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash heartland. dollarshaveclub.com slash heartland. I also heard this morning that Anthony Davis, instead of uh, buying or doing whatever, he is uh, renting an Airbnb in L.A. for $50,000 a month. Saw that. <laughs> While he's on the Lakers. That doesn't matter. Whoa. <laughs> also makes me think that he's not going to be there very long. We only he's only there for one more year, I know. guaranteed, and then yeah, who knows what's going to happen after this year uh, in the NBA world? Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand a month. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Think about how nice that place is. It's got to be a mansion, right? Yeah, it is yeah. in like Bel Air. Yeah, it's he just fucking beautiful. Friday's oh. Palace. He should go up there near Malibu to go check out Shangri La. Mm. He should. I think Bron Bron and uh, should take the Lakers up to Shangri La. <laughs> <laughs> like team bonding experience. Look yeah, he's, he's a producer, I guess, but in this entire thing, it was just him being a psychiatrist, basically, for people. A counselor, mellowing everybody out. Hmm. He just wants you to be the best you. That's, yeah, that's how he gets the best out of his artists. Yeah, it's not about anybody else. Puts man. him in a barber chair. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Maybe we no should problem. have a meditation room. I thought about it after watching this, yeah. After watching that, I thought about getting a meditation room. A dark room? I thought about trying to meditate first and then potentially getting a meditation room. There's no way I can meditate. Yeah, me neither. I can tell you right now, there's no way that works on me. Me neither, Todd. It's hard to get there. I try my best every night. I mean, I took all the vitamins I could find. (laughs) What do you got to do? Just, like, close your eyes? Dude, there's so many different ways to do it. Breathing is a way to do it. I guess there's an entire breathing thing you can do. It's like a routine you got to memorize. What's, like, the feeling, though, you get into, like, it's just just a state of calming. I actually downloaded the Calm app last night. It's the number one app on my Apple. How's it working? I didn't use it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. I they got like me, if, though. If the you, advertisement got me, though, for sure. You got influenced, yeah. huh? It was zero dollars, so. You need a good mantra if you're going to meditate. What do you mean? That's the word the that you repeat to yourself Woosa. to calm. So, yeah, like Woosa. There was one particular person who told me one time, I think they came and talked to the Colts. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, 
we're going to get good and mentally strong as well. And to do that, you have to be able to rest your mind. A great way to rest your mind is through meditation. You're looking at a room full of dudes that are, you know, <laughs> I mean, hilarious to think about. I'm like in that um, accepted movie, that little ADD kid that tries to meditate. <laughs> <in the room. laughs> oh, God, this is fun. <laughs> That's all I could think about. And um, they... They tried to walk us through one. They told us all to close our eyes and breathe. We did a breathe in, inhale, exhale thing. And then they told us to pack our um, worries or anything in our brain, pack it into something, into a box, close the box, and then go outside in your brain, put it down, and come back inside and see if it's still there. And I was like, well, the motherfucker's right outside the door. It was probably such a real thing. Like, if anybody was really taking that seriously, I mean, I fucking, I just couldn't do it. I literally told Vinatieri, hey, honestly, just open the fucking door. It's still there. I mean, you're going to have to leave the house. At some Stuff day. your sorries in a sack, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. And then they're like, now just make it, put it outside, and now it's gone. It was like a burn box almost in your brain. I was like, I just don't know if my brain knows what outside and inside is. You know what, you know what I was thinking? I was losing it. <laughs> and then I, like, I got older and I started hearing all the benefits of meditation. I was like, all these people are putting this shit in boxes and putting them on <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're even able to stay still enough for long enough to meditate, you already have a pretty good advantage Bro, over yes. somebody like me. How cool would that you know? be so to be able to do that? I know. I feel like you don't need it. You don't need it. I need it because I can't do it. You, you can do it. So you're already Hey, okay. let's try to do it. We should. We should. I think just, we should. Just like sitting in front of the TV and just That's sitting meditating. still is meditating for is me, it? you know? That's yeah. me too. There's Calming. one There's one time that I've ever felt calm enough uh, that maybe I could possibly <laughs> meditate. My entire life. And we've talked about having a barber in here, which we do, uh, and having a chef. But when we, if we really, if we really make it, having a masseuse in here, that when I get a massage, it's like massage the only therapist. time that I feel calm enough to maybe uh, possibly meditate all right i mean we could probably pull the trigger on that at some point mm-hmm. make this room it right here right? Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely it's perfect this would be the meditation room mm-hmm. slash spa yep get those little waterfall things in the corner oh, oh yeah i know who to call no oh, you not a a waterfall guy? Oh, yeah. yeah i got a water i got no, the best water we are not guy. calling oh. lucas fucking lagoon <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one of those little ones oh yeah yeah like Zen water piece. Play the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have the yeah the, the soundtrack. Well sounds. I got an, an orange light thing in the in the corner. And it is Lava pretty. Rock. I mean, it's pretty soundproof from here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Himalayan pink salt rock. Do you have well sounds? Can you get those? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Hold on, they have, are calming. How about a nice fire feature? I find fire calming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have nature. The sounds. crackling. If of we the go to that, um, the uh, not uh, Jesus, Pat. How do you always say that one? Go on, bud. The, the store where you um, buy your trampoline from and stuff. Mm. Oh, uh, Kin Relax. Kin Relax. They have really nice fire paintings. Um, not paintings. Like the you put on the wall and it yeah, moves. Yeah, it's like a digital. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, are these well sounds? This right is here. relaxing oh. piano with nature sounds. I, nature sounds for sleep, relaxation, and meditation on Pandora. You ever use these? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're nice. Sounds like water's breaching a dam there, kind of. I don't know. That's fucking relaxing me. I was about to say, it makes me have to peel. Yeah. (laughs) This is a live event. I like the rainforest. Rainforest is a nice one. That's a good one. That's good shit. It's pretty good. This will give me Donner. 
well, the, See, I, always try to, I always try to put lyrics to well, yeah. it. I prefer the for, noise as yeah. opposed to yeah. actual yeah. music. I'm waiting uh, for Adele to come in here. Or Enya. Oh. Enya is a good uh, relaxation music. Mm-hmm. I feel calm. I don't. I want to. I want to put words to it. I'm yeah, like, I want to start singing it. or write to it. I can't sit on this couch anymore. But that can also make you. <laughs> I'm make... so fucking bored. <laughs> you talking about like if we have a psychiatrist in here? No, no, no. no. no this, this that thing. song. If, if yeah. Todd had to sit down and try yeah. to find his inner peace. Yeah. Oh. Would love to move. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I have so much to do. <laughs> uh, Can't even hire movers to move this fucking box outside of my brain. Yeah. I'll do it myself. Psychiatrist. That's a hypnotist, right? Yeah. That's a hypnotist. Yeah, that you're that. right. That's, you know, fucks around with those. Um, moves a whole language. Man, there's a... It's unbelievable. <laughs> the, um, the meditation, I mean, people swear by it, though. They're like, oh, it's great for you. It's great for everything. Your energy's up yeah. everything. Yeah, I mean, everybody says it works. I'm I mean, sure it, it does. It's just like I think it's mostly for it's people, like religion. It's mostly for people who have a lot of anxiety. I think is what who, who it works for. It okay. takes you from a lot Very of anxiety to less. Can you say getting yeah. really really high is like a meditation? Though? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a comatose, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you just described, Zito? Just <laughs> kind of. Well, and that gives a lot of people anxiety too. So I don't know right. if that's cure all for everyone. Talking, but dude, talk- you get really really high. And sit by a campfire to me is the most so that's amazing how you meditate. feeling in the world. That's how Todd meditates. We just learned to Todd. There meditate. you go. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Todd. Because your yeah, your brain just like you you you're you trans just, trans what is that transfixed on that fucking mm-hmm. fire. Yep. And then your brain just starts He's fucking drilling a hole to the center of the earth to think of new things that you've never thought of before. It's the best. Where do you yeah. get your weed from, Mister Cheesel? <laughs> <laughs> From you, Dante. <laughs> I have a friend who I used to partake in vitamins with. It turned on him, he said. Oh, yeah? He said, I've only really enjoyed uh, one particular drug, and that drug turned on me. <laughs> and I, I'd known that man to do a couple drugs. So I said, which one? And he was the one that I loved. And I was like, which era of your life? And he was like, oh, throughout them all, not that one. Not the one you're thinking. I was like, oh, okay. And I asked him, I said, uh, oh, Mary turned on you? He was like, yeah, man. Every time I started smoking, I just started getting super anxiety. And I was mm-hmm. like, does that happen to people? I wonder yeah. just out of nowhere she just comes. I mean, I do. It gets me. Every it, time? That's why I can only smoke right before bed. You can't do edibles. Yeah. Oh, I definitely can't do those. Nick, I had Nick uh, try to call an ambulance for me the one time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not, like, I'm not calling it. Just sit down. You're fine. Just sit down. You like think it's in your blood and it's like over? No, like, no. It's just like, I don't know. You it, can like very hear hard. your heartbeats yes, and everything. And, and, yeah. and the breathing. I don't. I, I've had. You forget how to automatically breathe. You have to manually breathe. Oh, and then the blank. You have to forget the blank. Yeah, there's a lot of. I usually don't. I had a panic attack uh, before I met Nick's parents. Actually, not too not too long. It was probably a couple months. Oh, ago. I remember that. Yeah, at the bar. I don't know what happened. Uh, I just I smoked like three bowls out of bong before we went to Kilroy's, and his dad started talking to me, and I was just like freaking out. Like, I, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Just what, went, just yeah. mentally freaking out. Just yeah, I don't even know what it was. You like, had the cold sweat too. Didn't you? I did. Yeah, I started sweating like really bad, and then I just texted Nick. I was like, dude. I don't know what the they fuck's going on. They were like, is Ty okay? Yeah, I just, just been in the bathroom. He's real high. I was like, he's got IBS. Yeah. Mom, yeah. mom just, he's very high. I did. I saw him sitting over there, and I was just Irritable like, bow. Eh, just turned out and walked out the door and went home. I can't do it. 
Can't do it. Dude, I ate a, a shame. weed cookie, and uh, and it was a little one, but I ate the whole cookie, which I, I understand is a mistake. Hindsight, <laughs> <laughs> so, I've learned. I was fine for like 35 minutes, probably, like Marnie's mom. Yeah, you're going up the roller coaster. It feels oh, great, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And I'm sitting there, and then I was dying for tall guy Brandon, my buddy, to show up. And as soon as he gets there, it hits me. And all I could do was be like, Brando, I'm not going to be able to talk pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but it's happening. And I just I couldn't function. So it's like, like the, the click, 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 yeah. uh, roller coaster, and then it just boom <laughs> through people. I think that really does happen to people, mm-hmm. though. You're, you're blessed, man. It does to me. You can do as much as you want. You're, yeah, always, it's you're incredible. always fine. Here's what's incredible about you. I've seen you like really take it in and like would i would be destroyed and you'll you'll kind of start like we were doing that clip show thing yeah and i i could see you kind of start to get there but then you just fucking work your way right out of it you're like normal again (laughs) and i'm like how do you do reverse that well the thing that surprised me the most is because i think i've known a lot of people who like if they take if they take like two or three weeks off from doing it so like when you had your hiatus and then they come back and it's like yeah it's Mm -hmm. unmanageable but you just, you know, like fucking riding a horse. You it's, know? Good. <laughs> it's good for the body. Yeah, right. There's a lot of mental conversations, I think, that happen, though. Yeah, yeah there's, sure. there's something to be said for that, too. Like, you can kind of, sometimes you can steer your way out of it. Like, oh, no, I don't want to, I should not be thinking about this right now. Yeah, I let's think. Start, oh, let's think about I just something think else. think about it more. No, but, but you, you have to, I, I honestly believe, and I always thought that everybody just did this. Because there is times whenever you get high, regrettably high is what I'd call it. Yeah. I am regrettably high right now, which means like, all right, we should not be where we're at right now. But I, I literally have like an inside voice that's just like, uh, yeah, people have been here before, bro. You'll oh, get yeah. through it. And you're going to come back down. Let's enjoy the time down. Huh? Let's enjoy the time. Up. Let's enjoy the view from up here. And then, and then it just kind of, then it just kind of like subsides a little uh, bit yeah. as opposed to the opposite, which I'm assuming it will become the opposite though at one point because the guy that called me and told me officially hung it up, that guy was a machine. And I, I, and I think maybe that's, that's probably what happened. I have that voice too. It just doesn't work. Or it I'll just go in the. I'll just, your I'll, voice just doesn't <laughs> listen to you. I'll go in the mirror and I'll fucking look in the mirror and I'll splash water on my face and be like, "No one, not one single person has ever died from this. Why don't you just fucking chill out, dude?" Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and you it, don't listen. The only well, time, if I do it long enough, it eventually works. All right, the shower works a lot. The shower's a big, uh, big one for me. I just jump in the shower. <laughs> oh, that could work. Take a nice cold ever, shower. It's nice. The only time it ever worked for me was at Clayton's concert. This last one, and I was like. I, I knew I was like, oh no, here it comes. I went too far. I fucking hit it too long, too many times. I'm fucked. And Clayton's gonna call us on stage. I know he's gonna call us on stage, and I'm not gonna be ready. This I'm having this. Fault, I'm having this whole conversation. I'm like, all right, just start practicing moving your mouth. <laughs> so I'm like, my mouth. And then I'm like, all right, try a word, say a word, and then I would be like. Fuck, did I say that out loud or am I just thinking that I said it out loud? It was a fucking struggle. But luckily, I think adrenaline does help. Mm -hmm. When we hit the stage, like halfway through the Heartland Radio theme song, I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's our song. And then I realized (laughs) what was going on and I was able to battle out of it. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, man. It is so much fun, though. The thought of Todd just thinking... And let him run wild. <laughs> and Marnie, listen. To me. Am I? Marnie, listen to me. Am I saying every word in this sentence? And let him run wild. Hey, you sound good, Todd. That's all I need to hear. Yeah, that's the other part of it when the paranoia kicks in. Because you yeah. think everyone else can notice what you're doing or everyone else is looking yeah. at you. And in reality, 
Half the time, no one's paying any attention to you. Right. Every picture I post, people say I'm high as shit. It's like, yo, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Will you get off my ass? People, every single photo that I post in the comments, they're like, oh, a little vitamin up, are we, Pat? And then it's like, oh, look at the cuzzy grilled. I'm like... I'm not. <laughs> that is my sober face right now. It also helps working in an environment like this where it's like if you get high, like no one's going to fucking say anything. Oh, is that know? right? Well, I mean, I can handle my shit when I'm high. So, you know. No, what if That's true. You testing? can. You can function but, very well. But also, like, you know, when you'd work like a normal job and I'd go in and oh. just be so high, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to talk to people for the next mm. eight hours. Like, this wasn't smart at all. You just don't have to worry about it anymore. It's nice. It's funny thinking me just drug testing. <laughs> All right, everybody's getting tested except for me. <laughs> like asshole boss. That happens. I think that actually happens, yeah. by the way. Oh, I'm sure it Probably. does. I mean, I'm, the more and more documentaries I watch, the more and more hilarious bosses act. Like, I understand why people hate. Oh, yeah. Like, the executive level of a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People are making hilarious decisions for people, mm-hmm. and they're rarely good. Decisions. But I am literally in that position now, right? And it's like, I'll, I'll ask Phil. I'll be like, Phil, what are, what, are, what do other people do in this situation? And he'll tell me like three different options. He's like, well, these two people do this, this two people do this, this is also an option. I was like, those are bad options. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those are really bad options right there. He's like, well, we can think of a way. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Just reinventing the fucking business of business. <laughs> a fucking dumb dumb. It's interesting, though. The way companies have run for so long is uh-huh. very interesting. I've been reading into it, like looking into it. Uh-huh. There's a reason why those billionaires make become billionaires though because they literally want nobody else to win there there is including a, their own employees like, so i'm saying yes. yeah like, right. I, I i've started to gather the question like is it possible to make a billion dollars without literally fucking humans over at some point and i'm like it seems as if i mean mark cuban might be the guy that has done it right mark cuban is self-made billionaire by all accounts mm-hmm. and it seems like nobody hates him they're, they're so I all, think it is possible. It doesn't sound like it's an. It's not easy, I, but I mean, it's th- doable. Yeah, and it doesn't like. Obviously, it doesn't always make you a great person, but that mindset, that survival mindset, or that con- divide and conquer mindset, like the dude, it's like like if they all have that mindset of the fiance in the Titanic guy. Mm, like cow, I'm cow. getting on that fucking yep. boat, and yeah. I don't care what little kid yeah. or what little girl doesn't get to go on the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he got on the boat. No problem. He didn't freeze to death to sink to the bottom of the ocean. But forever he has to live with that. Yes. That's always my Which big thing. Which they can. Which is wild. I know, right? Because when you like, and maybe that's the vitamins, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that is my negative reaction. It's just not. Because when I lay my head down, I just think of it. I'm like, oh my God, now I'm not going to be able to sleep for at least the next four hours thinking about that. And that's all I ever try to do is go to bed at right. night yeah, with like nothing but positive things that on my pillow. It, it might bother you or them for a night, but like me, like. Yeah, you'll eventually get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Diggs. I don't know. That's why I'm happy you don't make decisions for me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. I don't need responsibility. It, it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be fun to figure that out, though, as we go. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. It is interesting, though, to look at those stories. And we won't mention any names. There's some heroes in there. But, you know. You, you, there's probably more than one documentary you can find on those kind of people. Yeah. And, but it is an incredible mind. I'm kind of like, I have admiration, definitely. For anybody who can succeed and reach the highest level of success in what they do, Not easy. you have to admire it. Not easy, no matter what you are. You don't want to be their kid, probably. Or you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. well, maybe you do. I don't know. You're rich as fuck. But, you know, you're going to probably. It's all relative. 
probably not gonna have. A they have problems too. That they yeah, have you, right. Yeah, you're gonna. They're just different. Really good well, therapist. and it, it depends too. You got you know, if like Bernie Madoff's your dad. I mean, his kid killed himself. You know, couldn't live with it. So it's yeah, I mean, kind of a slippery slope. There, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he, I got through that movie by the way. Good movie. Did you? What's it called? Wizard of Lies. See, that's another financial guy. Yes. Yeah. But he fucked over everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Literally he every human everybody down. Every human he encountered in his entire yeah. life he screwed over. Even like his best friend. And his in kids. The world. His kids too. His yeah. kids. And he just, his kids, these things that you're supposed to create, and as soon as you look at him, you don't know love until you look uh, at this thing. He raised him and then just completely screwed him man, over. Fuck him. I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need his money someday. <laughs> and he would just sleep. And he would just sleep at night silently in a penthouse. We're off and running here, boys. It's a wild world. Narcissist, I believe, is what that's. Rick Rubin seems to be a yeah. guy who got to the top that nobody really hates. Seems as if it's the case. Mm-hmm. He's very wealthy, that guy. He did a comedy special, I think, for somebody. Produced by Rick Rubin. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Jared Carmichael. I guess, uh, that's, I guess that's big business. Okay. You make a lot of money doing that, I guess. What's that? Like, produce comedy specials. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Like, well, if you're Eddie Murphy... Like, they offered him seventy million to yes, come back to stand up, dude. Good for him. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eddie Murphy's stand up, man. When he was back, when he was on, and that's all he did was those. Two. And plus, he invented pretty much the the special, like that you watched on video form. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he, really? yeah, because he did Raw and Delirious, raw. and they released in theaters. People weren't doing that. I didn't know that. So now you see him on you know streaming platforms and stuff, but we didn't have streaming platforms. So you saw like quick little six minute sets on late night TV. That's a, that's a comedy you watch. That's why it was so big to get on Carson and Letterman in there. Yeah, because that's how you make it. Mm-hmm. You work, you get invited to that late mm-hmm. show, then you hopefully go from there. Yeah, I would like. To, I don't know who. It would be interesting to see who came up with that idea for him because it fucking destroyed and it, and it changed things forever. Mm-hmm. How do we feel about Eddie Murphy? Feeling um, uh, slighted by Saturday Night Live, and then saying "fuck you" and never coming back. How <laughs> I love feel about it. that? I love it. Love Power it. Move. Love it. Love it. And then he was bigger than Saturday Night Live. And mm-hmm. then he went back. What for the tenth, twentieth, twenty fifth anniversary? And he refused to say anything funny. He mm-hmm. just said, uh, <laughs> "All right, have a good night." That was it. Because it was a big deal. He was going to be there. Like Eddie Murphy's finally back mm-hmm. for Saturday Night Live. Eddie Murphy's finally back. Blah blah blah. And he came out, and it was just like a three second thing. He still wasn't over what had happened. Twenty. Who slighted him, Lauren? Legend. Yeah, I guess. I guess he was blowing up, and they were trying to bury him. I guess something. Lauren isn't very fun to work for. Yeah, but the... there's like a few people that love him. I mm-hmm. guess. But then, you know, most people. I'm didn't. sure I don't know anything about it. There's a lot more volatile back then too. All those guys were drunk and on drugs and shit. And I yeah. think you know, well, but I, maybe I'm wrong. But I think it was the Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Like those guys were getting pushed so much more than everyone yes. else was. And like Eddie Murphy had, you know, eight or nine like characters who were huge on SNL, and they're just like, all right, well, fuck you, pal. Same with Chris Rock and. It was. I, I don't, I'm not going to make any judgments on this, but if you've watched Saturday Night Live, and go back a decade and a half or so, you didn't see a lot of people of color no, with big not. roles on there, right. right? So Eddie was the first one to get a big push, but then limited in some of the things that he thought he should be able to do. Mm-hmm. But they had like, um, uh, who are the, uh, the Wayan Brothers? Um, Damon. Damon. Mm-hmm. Was on there, couldn't hardly even get on camera. Yep. Tell me he wasn't better than ninety nine percent of those motherfuckers on that show. So Damon Wayans, he's um, he is from. Is he bald? 
Yeah, he. God damn, what is that movie? No, that's um. Major pain. Yes. Major pain. Yes. Yes. Is yeah, that Damon Wayans? He, yeah. Yes. yes. He's oh, that fucking major pain Dude, movie. That's <laughs> hey, he makes you cry there at the end. Oh, One yeah. little tiger. What's his name? Yeah, tiger. Tiger. He's doing the thing. By the way, where's my brain again showing a picture of a tiger? <laughs> <laughs> leading, uh, leading like the the whatever that the is. The march or whatever. Yeah. What was well, that was uh, they went and did in Loving Color. Yeah, they in were Living like Color. the main. His oh, family was the Carrey. main people yep. behind that. And Damon Wayans was like the biggest, and I mean, it was a predominantly African American cast. Yeah. yeah, him and Jim Carrey were like the two funniest dudes on there. Mm-hmm. And he, you tell me he wasn't good enough when he was on Saturday Night Live that he wasn't able to get in sketches? Bullshit. There's no way. Do you think you could create like an in living? So this is like WWE when WCW happened. It made WWE better. WWF mm. at the time, then WWE. They bought him out. In Living Color, I assume. Push Saturday Night Live to be better too, right? Yeah. I assume they pushed each other. Probably now, that and uh, Mad TV too. Oh, yeah. with the guy that does the oranges out of the mouth on Vine. Yeah, Will yeah, Sasso. Sasso. Caliendo yeah. was on Mad TV for a long time. Now but, there's nothing else other than Saturday Night Live, right? Uh, right. There's a new so show. He's pushing them on he's HBO pushing. that is an all black female cast, I believe. Really? It's called like it's literally yeah. called like the all black uh, sketch show or something like that. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, How is cool. it? I haven't seen it. It's not out yet. They were just showing previews for it. I don't think it's out yet, at least. Sketch shows. People can just do sketch shows all the time, huh? Yeah. Because on that Bring the Funny or whatever, there's mm-hmm. sketches that just pop out. There's a group of nine that just pops out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Oh, you, there's people that just do sketch shows. Right. Like that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I live in a big enough city. So what was uh, on Nicolette? Was it all that? Was yeah. all oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. It was, uh, it, I tell you what, like, two in that era, you could get by with more. I think a show like In Living Color maybe could only exist on the internet now, which would still crush. But like, Damon Wayne's had this character, Handyman. Mm-hmm, yep. Handicapped superhero. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, no way you could get away with that now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unless it was, it was like a, a cartoon. Sketch. Yeah. Like, you, there's people that just do sketch shows and travel the country as if they're stand up comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Helium Comedy Club, this weekend, insert name of sketch show group. And they come oh, out really? and just do like six different sketches. Yeah. There is one I saw. Uh, I think it was either HBO, Showtime, one of the premium channels. They did a special on them. Uh, Asperger's R Us. Uh, yeah. So there's a group of four comics that do this. And oh, they yeah, do yeah. sketch shows, but they all have Asperger's syndrome. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit awkward for people in the crowds. The broken they lizard, don't know what they're seeing. The Broken Lizard guys were that way. Yeah. The guys that did Super Troopers and stuff. They were a troop that traveled and did. See, I, I didn't even, I didn't know that happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, Saturday Night Live is where you do sketches. Or the Groundlings, Groundlings is where you yep. do the sketches. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Second City. Yeah, I was yeah saying, isn't that all Second, Second City. City is? Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's groups that travel. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that until Bring the Funny. I watched Bring the Funny. I was yeah. like, I think I'd be kind of interested in the show there. So what do they do? They do like a three-minute skit, and then they have to reset the whole mm-hmm. thing up, and then they leave, and then come back? I think improv would be fun as fuck. Is that improv? how it yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Improv is mm-hmm. one thing that I've always been fucking super interested in. Yeah, I would love to do improv. You, you're just there's not really to... a market for it around here, but. There's one of the, sh- there's an improv yeah. thing here. Seems like they have their set little group, right? They have like yeah, a red team, so. blue team situation thing going on. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if I could get in there or not. Probably not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> they are good, though. I think Kobe Fleener and I went to one of their classes. I went to one of the classes one time. It was interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of improv comedy. They do a lot of like the acting stuff where you yeah. like, all right, everybody dance in a circle here mm-hmm. and like kind of... Free all your negative thoughts and then do it. It was fun. I enjoyed yeah, dude, it. It's good, so very nice people too. Though. I have a buddy that's in Second City, but he's not in the big group yet. He's in the I don't know the middle stages mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, so he's trying to make it go of it. So like when I, we did, he loves it. We did that hat talk a few weeks ago. It's so fucking fun, dude. Just oh, just sitting there and just coming up with the dumbest shit in the world. <laughs> 
and seeing what makes people laugh and what doesn't is is hilarious. It would be. I feel like we would be really good at putting together like a Saturday Night Live type show, internet based. Let's do it because it's just sketches. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, Let's do it. Like like the hat off thing. We just we made that in like fifteen minutes. All right, somebody just give us a. Let's go ahead and outline it in. Uh, somebody puts an outline together, and then we have the space to build the sets, yep. and we just film them, and then we let them out. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Maybe that's uh, something we could plan for. Be ready for it when uh, football is done. Oh, spring! Give us something. To Once add to the spring one schedule. a week. Yeah. Spring twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. All right. Tuesday night live. Well. Maybe not. <laughs> Secondary Wednesday, Wednesday Night Live. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah, but I think it would be fun. I, I think it would be a good time. The only thing that would be tough about that is like SNL, you know, notoriously does like a dress rehearsal so they actually know beforehand like, okay, we don't that, that shit no, sucks. No, no. We can't do that tonight yeah. on the show. Right. They never say that, by the way. No. I don't think they ever say that anymore. Well, I don't think anybody says that shit sucks. It shouldn't be on the air. Does it have to be? Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Sad. Does it have to be live? Can it be edited? And no, put out. It wouldn't be well, live. yeah, it wouldn't be live anyway. Yeah, so I guess right. it wouldn't matter. But so that just here's what we would be good. At. I think coming up with the idea, and instead of just a bunch of rehearsals, we sit down, we do it like four or five times, yeah. take our best cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just like the meditation thing, though. You're gonna get us to sit there for four to five takes on the same thing. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, we talk about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We probably um, have 13 ideas a day. Might do one of them. Yeah, it's good point now. I don't want to be average. And you don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> because if you work, you work hard. You deserve to treat yourself. And after a long day at the office, job site, whatever it may be, and you come home, the last thing you want to do is go back out. You want to hit your couch and relax. So if whether you want red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., yep. breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., before mm. a hard day at work, Delicious. ibuprofen at 10 a.m., doesn't matter. Post made it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Doesn't matter. Postmates will bring anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code HEARTLAND. That's code HEARTLAND for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code HEARTLAND. I was going to tell you guys a story before we get out of here. I got I got a fact or fiction too. I wait okay. for Pat to get back from the bathroom. But I saw this story about this um, lady in Germany tried to buy a car with money that she just printed at home on her home printer, <laughs> or whatever. And they just kind of laughed her out of there, called the cops or whatever. But I ever tell you about the the, the bank robbers that bought the car with the bank money? No, uh, mm-hmm. uh, right, I don't so, think so. So I was working um, a bank robbery. I, 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 no, here's why. My dad was a reserve deputy at the time in Shelby County. Oh, where really? He lived. So I was not even working that night, and I was like, oh, I'll just go ride, ride around with my dad. So I'm just riding shotgun with him, and then there's a bank robbery call. And so it was during the day. It was a bank robbery call in Morristown, Indiana. So we're in the other part of the county. So we just bust ass to try to get over there. But um, 
a bunch of guys got there earlier. The town marshal and somebody else, they end up chasing the guys in the car. They end up crashing out their car, ran off into some woods. So then by the time everybody gets up there, it's like a manhunt situation, right? Mm -hmm. Got a helicopter out there trying to set up a perimeter or whatever. Can't find the guys, can't find the guys. So they call off the perimeter eventually. We go back to the other side of the county where my dad's zone was. And uh, then they, a lady ends up calling the police because two guys came up. And it's dark now. It's nighttime mm -hmm. now. Come up to her. She has a car in her driveway for sale for like 700 bucks with a little sign on it. And these guys said, we want to buy your car. She's like, okay. And they're like, we got cash right now. And reach into their pants. Just pull out <laughs> wads of muddy wet, muddy, wet money because they had crossed creeks, oh. been in fields and all this shit, <laughs> and just hand her $700 of bank money that's been dragged through these creeks and mud. And she was like, okay, and takes it, mm -hmm. sells the car yeah. to them. And then later it's like, that's kind of odd. I should probably call the police or <laughs> something about that. So she does. We end up finally catching the guys, but they um, before we get up there, they like another. These cops jumped out to stop them. One trooper and two deputies, and the guy ran it right one of the deputies in the car. So then the car gets shot to fuck. They just blow the shit out of this car, and so the lady's car gets destroyed. She gets like a, the story gets famous after this. Like that lady went on Letterman, oh, all really? kinds of shows just because the story was so outrageous. Did she get her money back for a fucking thing. car? Never, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's set up at the state police post forever. It had fucking bullet holes. It looked like a Bonnie and Clyde situation, oh. that car. And nobody got hit. Well, that's nobody good. inside got hit. It was incredible. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. I just took an incredible leak. I missed something good, I think. <laughs> yeah, we stumbled into it accidentally. I was telling this bank robbery story. And... Um, yeah, ended up. <laughs> <laughs> we do a sketch show in front of a live audience, right? Yeah, you have to. I think so. Yeah, have to. Yeah. So we'd run a theater. Mm -hmm. We'd have we'd film what like five sketches in one night, and then you would release them weekly, right? Yeah. Would we then would we have rehearsals in that situation? Since there's a paid audience or whatever or live audience, they're not paid. They didn't pay for that for sure because we have no idea how it's going to go. <laughs> right. Maybe it'll be like a $5 donation to a foundation to get in. There we go. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, you paid, but not really. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You donated. Probably going to get back some anyways because it's a 501c3. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's one of those. Because messing up can also be funny. That's why I don't love the rehearsal idea. I think mm -hmm. that's what's ruined Saturday Night Live. There's no natural reactions to mm -hmm. what people are saying anymore. Mm -hmm. That's why Jimmy Fallon's so over, right? Because he laughed at Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah, because I feel he like used to break all the time. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm like that guy, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm laughing like that guy. Mm -hmm. Not even none of that happens anymore. Yeah, because they know their line. They're just waiting for the line to get out. And mm -hmm. who knew that laughing would ruin his career down the road? <laughs> He's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. He's insufferable. I agree. Jesus, died. He, he is. I used to love Jimmy Fallon. He's like one of my favorite guys on SNL, and he is just the fucking worst now. It's that terrible song that did it for me. Oh, idiot boyfriend. Yep, ruined him. He got big because of uh, playing colleges, right? He was. Um, I think so. He would do the comedy music thing, like he would do parody of, yep. of famous rock artists mm -hmm. and shit, and it played well at colleges. Yep. Yeah. I think he's talented with that shit. Though. He is. Yeah, he is. But uh, everything in between is, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe retool it a bit, Jimmy. He's everywhere, by the way. Well, he was there for a while. I don't know about anymore. But NBC was pushing him everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Good yeah. run. He had a good I mean, run. he's doing quite well for himself. No, yeah, he definitely is. Does he still have like, he's him. still at 11.30? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for him, man. It's been a good run. It's <laughs> big time. It's been a good run, yeah. Goes to everything. <laughs> Do you think he stays on there for another 10 years? Probably. You think? Yeah. I mean, I, I who knows? He's probably making a shitload of money, I would assume. Oh, yeah. You're the 11.30 show on NBC? Well, I see and there's I'm, people that like him. I'm pretty sure... Brutal, right? uh, Lorne Michaels is the executive producer of his oh, yeah. show. He like, owns NBC, so I, he loves Fallon. He's not going Didn't anywhere. Didn't they threaten him, though, because he had the drinking problem? Yeah. He, he I don't know. He almost, his, almost his ripped his finger, finger off, off, yeah. Because yeah, he was really? too drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll have that, though. Why do they have such a tough time finding the next Letterman or Conan? Like, since Conan, really, nobody. Letterman's one of a kind. Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Was he was good. good. Yeah, you're right. I used to watch Craig Ferguson. I, I wanted to, when I went to college, I wanted to be a late-night TV host. I wanted to do late night, so I like actually mm-hmm. looked into it and watched all the people. I thought Craig Ferguson was good, mm-hmm. and then they got rid of him when they got rid of Letterman because he wanted to move up. They wanted to start anew or whatever. That late night crowd now, though, boy. Who was the car? I just guy? think people's tastes have changed. Well, since now then, too. it's only it's only for YouTube. Yeah. Everything is just right. clipped for YouTube. Even mm-hmm. the conversations are just clips, so they can be a YouTube clip. That's it, all anything is. It's so politically correct to like Fallon, for example. Like you're not getting anything out of those interviews. He's just gonna laugh at everything they say. Like Letterman used to bury guys all the time. Yeah, like didn't care. You know, he'd embarrass people. That up was there also if he had to. Dude. used to be the only way you would hear some of those like A-list actors and stuff. That would be the only appearances they would yep. do. Mm-hmm. Now people were doing like podcasts and doing their own internet stuff, and I, I just think there's too many avenues for people to go. Dude, when he would bury somebody, like if it was a horrible interview, oh, or yeah. you could tell a person was drugged out of their mind or mm-hmm. something, and he would he'd say, uh, "Well, that's been a great interview. Wish you could have been here for it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he would just fucking go right past him. Uh, he's the best. I got a fact or fiction. You get it's movie related. You guys want to get it? Let's do it. it has yes. something to do with what we were talking about on Pat's show yesterday. Aladdin, the movie Aladdin. In the original, isn't there an intro song? Oh yeah, yeah. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god! Stop fucking lying. You don't know if I'm lying or not. Can we tell the truth? That's why it's called fact or fiction. Sorry, Zeta. I almost skipped right through it. We have a good intro. That's a good intro. Rusty, like yeah. honestly, our, not Great a lot of intro. segments have intros around here. It hasn't has gotten an award yet, and that boggles my mind. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it might be one of the better intros for the comedy genre of podcasts going. Yeah. What was that? Digs is one. I don't want to be average. <laughs> <laughs> it cut out. I don't. All right. Well, here it is. In the original 1992 animated film Aladdin. The main character, Aladdin's face, was intentionally drawn to make the audience feel as if they already know Aladdin and wanted to ensure female viewers considered Aladdin a heartthrob. So even though they weren't cast as voice actors in this film, the director merged the faces of two of the most popular heartthrobs of the time period, Michael J. Fox and Tom Cruise. Is this piece of historical movie trivia fact or fiction? Like Aladdin was darker than those guys. <laughs> well, I don't, a lot of whitewashing back in the day. Yeah, I'll say fact. That sounds fact? believable. Yeah, this I, is a thousand percent fact. Okay, because he does look like this too. <laughs> really? Yeah. Now, now that you think about it, yeah, that's your subconscious talking. Well, he's got like, Tom's. Hey. He's got Tom's. You were seeing eyes. both of them, but didn't realize at the time. He's got Tom's seeing. eyes and Michael's face for sure. There you go. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's fact. Okay, I've never seen it. So <laughs> bring up a picture on your phone of the uh, 1992 Aladdin. Nah, I'd be cheating. 
I don't want to. I, I need to make up some ground too. So this sounds like the fakest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Fiction. I'm on a fiction team. Zito? I'm also, also going to go fiction. Fiction. Hold Seems. on. Zito and I seem to agree a lot, and somehow he's at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, Zito's got like an 88% win clip Suck out it, here. Suck yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> I thought we were changing that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in to get kicked off Fortnite. <laughs> Zito got a sponsorship I was opportunity. I going to say, Patriot yeah. Gaming. Ooh, like pretty that. good contract. Oh, does he have to tone oh. it down, though? Yeah. Corporate man. It's Nobody t- could bring me down. Oh, corporate zoo. It, it is a terrible contract. <laughs> <laughs> Never would have guessed. It is bad. I bet you people are signing those, though, by the way. Oh, left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah. Go left ahead, Foxy. Right. Uh, seems logical, so I'll say fact. Fact? Yeah. So we got four facts, two fictions. This piece of historical movie trivia is indeed fact. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What a brilliant fucking idea. Just, I mean, I just know that Disney corrupts children's minds, so this was another way to do it. So it was a definite fact. <laughs> They're like kids are simple. How did I get that wrong? I mean, <laughs> everybody got it right except for me and Z. Hey, Zito still remains in the dream, lead. Baby. I wouldn't. Know. I mean, I looked when I wrote this up. Obviously, I looked at the picture of Aladdin. I, w- I mean, what's well, like I'm picturing it. If and you I don't said, guess what? Two like faces them. were merged. I would have never. Come the hair is definitely it. Tom's too. Yeah, you think because it's oh, black. Yeah. Well, no, there's a nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's wearing a turban, isn't he? Yes. Well, yeah, but you can still see his hair. The bangs. Well, no, it's a hat. It comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise got in there, I guess, because uh, it was right after Top Gun came out. So originally, mm. it was just going. They were just going to use Michael J. Fox's really? face. Top Gun was '86. When was Aladdin? '92. '92. Probably Mission Impossible, right. maybe. Yeah. That would have been the first Mission Impossible movie. I mean, he cocktail. Got, cocktail. Could have been cocktail. Yeah. But they were like, the, "Hey, we should add some sexiness to it as well." Genius. Well, they didn't say. Trust me, they Disney did the same genius. with fucking Jasmine because it worked for me. boy, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is, <laughs> spitting image of Tom Cruise and Michael J. Fox. They're doing a face app long ago. Good <laughs> 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 man. People are so smart, man. People are so smart. Think about everything. Think about everything. We're talking about people who get to the highest level. Yeah. Right, there you go. It's thinking like that that takes you from Looney Tunes to Disney. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well said. Looney Tunes is like, you know, it's just be full racist. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we do is going to be race oriented. It's going to be subtle, just subtle raceness or a ra- subtle racial overtones. Looney Tunes? Can, oh, you, yeah. can you cite what? some examples? Oh, yeah. What is Looney okay. Tunes? Which the fucking Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny yeah. and yeah. Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Oh, God, the, the Speedy Gonzalez. Had to get rid of him. His, his, his yeah. lazy-ass fucking sidekick, buddy. Yeah. I'm so sleepy. His name was, his <laughs> name was just, Sleepy, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a pothead? Or? This lazy Hispanic character uh, that they fucking, played on. Yeah, Fucking Acapulco Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mexico Joe Donnelly. Uh, I'm still not into politics. Is Hold Tom on. and Jerry Looney Tunes? No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Warner Brothers. By the way, Tom and Jerry was the only thing I watched. You're saying that's racist? No. Oh, the, the maid. So stereotypical. Thomas! <laughs> Fucking Aunt Jemima, like yeah. housekeeper yeah. type person. Aunt Jemima. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you got that DVD loaded with uh, like five hours of content, <laughs> so maybe just dive into that this weekend. <laughs> should not DVR Tom and Jerry. They go on like seven hour binges where they only show Tom and Jerry, yeah. mm-hmm. and my DVR just picks it right up. Mm-hmm. It's on there. I got, I got probably ten years worth of Tom and Jerry on my DVR yeah. right now. You're <laughs> saying there's racism in Tom and Jerry? I, I mean, she's you wouldn't be able to 
Yeah, by using that character in today's cartoons. I don't that think. makes sense. I was only thinking of the main guys, like Bugs and them. Yosemite uh, Sam was a racist white bastard. <laughs> <laughs> if you... Uh, <laughs> So is that fucking chicken. I'm sure there's... Falkhorn Leghorn? If you yeah. go on YouTube and just Google like um, racist old episodes of Lenny Tunes, I assure you there's a highlight clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's cartoons. Family Guy still does it. Yeah. South yeah, but they're, they're don't, they don't hide it. Yeah. That's true. Theirs is like parody. I want to let you know that racist old Looney Tunes is not a Google suggestion. <laughs> Just would like that to be known. <laughs> it was on YouTube. Was it? <laughs> it popped up right away. Yeah. Jesus. Sure yeah. A look at Bugs Bunny's racist past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping that rabbit hole. Google's burying the lead? Bro. Richard McIntyre of the NAACP uh, said to the New York Times that the cartoons are despicable. <laughs> we encourage the film's owners to maintain them as they are. That is locked away in their vaults. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And that's racist. Think about how terrible that is. Yeah. Yeah. Kids were watching that. And then going to school and trying to deal with cultural diversity. <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> they were learning all their little jokes from kids show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I watched That's that. happened forever, though. When people make cartoons for kids, they'd slide in little things here and there. Yeah, like yeah. a dick in the clouds yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Ariel's boyfriend had a boner the entire time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What? Ariel, you know the Little Mermaid. Uh huh. I thought it was the priest. Uh, oh, the priest has. Uh, yeah. The whatever. priest has a boner while they're like getting married. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. All these Disney movies have like little hidden things, like uh, Lion King sex across and, the screen. Yeah. When the when the dust goes up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aladdin had uh, all teenagers take your clothes off or some shit like that. Like a bunch of weird weird shit. Really? Subliminal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Will Smith Aladdin had that? No. Yeah. The, the original. The original. <laughs> Will Smith wouldn't he wouldn't allow it. No way. Not Will Smith. Because most of these artists were just college kids and they're just like sneaking shit in there, you know? Really? That's incredible to think about. I never thought about it. Because yeah. they would want to hire cheap, right? Yeah. And that's your big break to go work <laughs> for somebody like that. Picture to picture. One of the Oompa Loompas hanging in the background. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was, no, that was <laughs> I think that was a urban legend. <laughs> no, that was fucking... Uh, On the Yellow Brick Road? Yeah, not the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Who were those guys? The Munchkins. Oh, yeah, the one munchkins. of the Munchkins. <laughs> what happened? One of the Munchkins, and uh, when they're walking down the Yellow Brick Road, you could see him uh, hanging, swinging in the back. Who were the Munchkins? From Wizard of Oz. Well, that was a guy that actually committed suicide on set, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it was a munchkin. I thought it was just a... It was a like that's that. an urban legend, right? That's not real. No, no, it's in there. If you watch the original, you can like, see someone hanging. Unless what? they just... What? Come on, you guys don't know this one? I don't no. think that's actual. I think it's a lie. What? But everything <laughs> else was true? <laughs> <laughs> Typically, you'd clear the set if some guy's uh, swinging from a rope. You I mean, know, when but... did that come out? In like the 40s? Yeah, yeah, yeah early 50s, I think. They didn't have CGI it was back a tough in the time. Day. Yeah, that's true. Judy Garland mm-hmm. did a great scene. They're not going to fucking make her do it again. That's a good point. <laughs> One of the actors playing a munchkin hanged himself during the making of The Wizard of Oz, and in this shot, his body can be seen hanging from a tree. Yeah. Oh, so they used him as a set dressing afterwards. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it's way in the back. Yeah, okay? yeah, it's it's, way, it's not like a Logan there. Paul thing. It's, it's not like he was like right there. It's like, hard to see. It's Fox, you would have cut it out. They said absolutely. there's absolutely no chance that this rumor is true, though, after showing the image. Oh, there we go. Who is that? Probably FinancialWizard.com? <laughs> <laughs> like when you look at it a certain way, after we plant that seed, if that's what it is, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I think that's what it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. That's like the I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. 
How was it like that? Okay, what are you saying? Da da dee da dee da. Yeah, we know uh, the song. What are you saying? Well, if you say, "If I was green, I would die," now every time you hear it, you think. Oh, that is that's what, what says, the words are. Yeah, that's what um, they say. Blue. If I was green, I would die. So what are the words? Well, is that not the words? No, it's da da dee da dee da. Huh. Are you positive? Well, let's find out. <laughs> let's do it. I thought that was just what the words I was using because I, I didn't know the real words. I thought those were the actual da, words, though. Da, da, da. I'm blue. <laughs> if I were green, I would die. That's, def- that's definitely what it is. Oh, I can't wait to hear Yo, this. Do you have say it is? Dadi da? Do you have the lyrics pulled up? No, but the song it says blue. Oh, we're just going to play this game. Okay, cool. I'm a like on this one. It does. A blue little window and a blue Corvette, and everything is blue for him and himself. And everybody around, cause he ain't got nobody to listen. We're listening now, bub. I'm blue. I'm a deed, I'm a die. If I was green, I would die. If I was green, I would die. Why would I want the second time? The lyrics are dumb. Oh. What does that mean? I think it's it means dabba dee dabba die. Yeah. <laughs> when you listen for dabba dee dabba die, you definitely hear. Was this the original Laurel? It, by the way, it was definitely Laurel, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was the other one? Yanni. Yanni. Oh, I heard them both. I know that I remember. I never heard anything but Laurel. And I, I saw a gold dress, too. Oh, yeah. I saw blue. No, maybe I saw a blue dress. Blue and black. I forget. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, uh, maybe I saw blue only. I think it's my CT. I always hear and see both of them. <laughs> really? There was one time I saw the other color of the dress. I think that was I just f- a fake image every time. It freaked me out. Freaked me When you see the other color? Yeah, I think they just put a different photo on No, right. but it was for like a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh. Like I saw, it for, I went into like a bathroom and do lighting. My eyes mm. might have adjusted. Boom. Rods and cones yeah. are all screwed up. <laughs> what just happened? Your rods and cones in your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's how you see, see and interpret colors. Really? Oh, yeah. say what color blindness is all about, right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand color blindness. Me though. neither. That's the weirdest thing. That we've mind. had that debate before. It is a tough subject. Yeah. It's tough I, to talk about. I think we all have different colors. <laughs> it is, because the whole thing of your blue, my blue. Who's blue, thing. yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, every, we all agree that tie sleeves are blue, but you might be seeing green and call it blue. Blue. It's the weirdest one. I don't like Zito's the way you just, just waiting said. for blue. I know. Cause <laughs> cause no, that's just, real, though. It's that's, just a running loop that no one can ever To be honest, I remember we yeah. talked about it before, and Diggs had yes. a hard time with it last time, too. Yeah, well, I just don't. Well, yeah, we talked about it earlier and how my brain does things, mm-hmm. and I just don't like what you just said. <laughs> okay, what color is this? Brown. Uh, everybody sees that, but what if your brown is my green, right? Yes. That's yeah. the conversation. Well, that just doesn't make it sense. It blows your mind, though, right? But no, it's possible. I refuse to think about it. I don't know. Just do it. Get really high and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> in front of a fire. Colors, bro. What are colors? Having a colorblind friend is the best, though. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, dude. All anybody would ask him is what color everything is. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Dude. I'm colorblind. Every color? Who's colorblind? Or just a couple? Yeah. Most of them. It's yeah. like greens and reds they have trouble with. Think. That was yeah. everything. And blue and purple, obviously. Mm-hmm. We'd like ask them to play a video game. You know I can't. I can't differentiate who's, who's on, on what, what side. Team? <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> Couldn't play FIFA. We played against a soccer team. They were we were purple, they were blue. And nobody had a white. And he damn near had to get pulled out of the <laughs> 
It was so sad. <laughs> so sad. Like before the game, the coach was like, Do you guys have a white alternate jersey? Is there any way? And they're like, No. And we're like, We don't either. Like, oh, it's okay. And everybody's like, uh, Not for our one guy. <laughs> I was just convinced it was like this long standing gimmick or bit that he had run for years. He would have. But, yeah. but yeah, he's the, Chris, our buddy Chris, he's the type of guy that would do that. But no, it seems pretty legit. He's still holding on to it at least. He was it. passing it directly to the other team. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of our best players, too. Very good player, but he had no idea who was on what team unless he, like, made eye contact. So, like, everything just changed. It was like he had to stop, stare, <laughs> survey, <laughs> then pass. It was... I felt so bad for him. I man. wonder if today they would make the make some kind of modification to suit him. Like, you know what I mean? They have those it seems like something now, in today's they? world they'd be like, "Oh, okay, you guys got to tie a white band around your arms or something." Well, it's still, I mean, they actually that, do in video games now. Like, if you yeah. play the like Call of Duty, there's a setting where you can change the name the way it displays above a character, so it shows Are in a serious? color that colorblind yeah. people can interpret. Uh, that's the whole menu genius. pops up and like shows you what colors you can see and can't see. It's like an eye test. Really? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Holy shit. Yeah, that's insanity. I felt bad for him. Can dogs, guy, did dogs see in color, do you think? No. They say no. They we say no. Deer are also colorblind, right? That's why they wear orange out there in the they woods. They are so dumb. But bulls can deer? see color? Yeah. yeah. The dumbest. Why do you think They're deer They're just are big, dumb? dumb animals. I saw about- What are you I talking about? 65 of them on the highway on my way back to Indy from Iowa, yeah. just dead laying on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know. Proof positive right yeah, there. Exactly. Deer will run into the side of your car. Oh, yeah. yeah that's oh, how yeah. dumb they are. Well, and I don't think- Dumb! They're like giant rats. Those, they don't do anything. What are we talking about here? They're overpopulating the region. tick-infested pieces of shit. Well, they just what make a stupid- problem? They make that stupid noise. Oh, no. They bring the ticks. They used to have the deer whistles on the cars, too, right? Yes. And they don't have those anymore. Our, our police cars used to have them. I hit like three deer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way those work at all. A deer whistle? Yeah. To warn the deer that, that like you're a coming. Repellent? That's where the whole phrase deer and headlights comes from, because they see the headlights and they just freeze. Uh, yeah. <laughs> deer! And just wait to get mowed over. Guys, not my deer. Not the deer of mine. Oh, yeah. They're dumb as rocks. No. Cute as fuck. They're cute. There's a little baby one at the house now. He's like the size of Val. He's dumb, dumb. Dumb as shit. Yeah, he walked right up to us the other day. Just walked right up to us. Really? Almost got to pet him. I was almost like, uh, you're going to get scolded by the other deer for this, but here's some corn, bro. How about the fucking oh. girl who's got the oddest pair of animals fucking falling around? Have you guys seen that? Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So what, the first day it was a deer and a what? Uh, Looks like a rabbit, maybe. Deer and a oh. rabbit just falls. She'll, be, she'll go and walks and it'll fall. And then the next day, it was a skunk and a raccoon what or something like that. Wait? Just falling. Are these her animals? I don't know I don't what think the fuck so. they are, dude. I dude. dug in a little bit. So apparently, her parents own a veterinary rehab clinic. Oh Jesus! Well, those are her friends. They're domesticated. Yeah, it takes well legitimacy. Yeah, I hope she doesn't get too close. To I don't know dog. about domesticated because one was a skunk. Yeah, you can so. domesticate a skunk. Mm -hmm. skunk. You can People anything. have pet skunks. Yeah. yeah. Well, they that's have the just disgusting. If it has nipples, you can domesticate it. I guess they're really it. smart. <laughs> <laughs> can you milk me, fucker? <laughs> you can domesticate it. <laughs> I think Sam could really get a wild deer, though, to potentially just take a walk with her. That would be awesome. Well, she I would love the other day, right? And Jason came down the street. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, befriending this family deer on the on the property, and it's it's very insane. They're all fat, though. I mean, she's made them all fat. Yeah, deer. if you feed them, they will mm -hmm. come. Uh-huh. I'm getting really close to being able to... Like touch a squirrel, I think in my yard. Like I have two of them that will let me get like three feet away before they'll run off. So I just know oh, yeah. I can stop, and I just toss the peanut like right in front of it, and it doesn't run off, and it'll eat right in front of me. Let's go three feet though. But that's like I keep getting, I keep shortening that range. 
Well, I think one of these days you give them peanut get butter right up there and hand it. To I it. can't wait till fucking put a eat plate your face out off. with peanut butter. It'll gum them up. They'll get real confused. We used to do it in college. I actually had a squirrel in my apartment kitchen in college. We would oh. put peanut butter on the fire escape on a plate, and he would come up and eat it. And one day, he chewed a hole through the screen, and he got into our kitchen and was just running around our kitchen. Are you serious? Yes, I mean, he gave awesome. like cocaine or something. Like gumming up on peanut butter. What a wild scene! Yeah, because he sits there. Because like you can feed him a peanut, and he'll he'll fucking chew through it real quick and run away with it. That's but the what peanut I butter. It keeps him there for a while. So he has yeah. to sit there. He keeps pulling more out of the glob. And Ooh. Maybe I'll try it. Because right now I do the shelled peanuts. Or the, Peanut yeah. butter is the way to go. Because mm-hmm. they're cool because they pick it up like little monkeys with their hands and they just rip off that top real yep. quick and they toss out that peanut. Sam, and then they got get to the second one. Sam's mom has a raccoon that she hand feeds outside. That's really rip your face off. No, he won't. He's a fat. He's been eating peanut butter from Sam's mom for probably a good decade. This thing just goes in there and comes back. It's gonna get rabies. I don't trust him. He like knocks on the door. (laughs) 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 He literally just waits. He like waits outside. Like, hey, excuse me. It's insanity. Animals are cool. I know. Mm -hmm. I kind of think. Part of like old me would have been like, "Hey, dumb fuck, before you, you're gonna have a hundred squirrels for you know, and they're gonna fuck up your shit." But now I'm the point. I, I don't think I could hurt an animal now. Yeah, like I'm in love with animals. I used to even hunt and shit, and now I could never do that. And now I feel like I'm getting too soft. Yeah, but me too. Yeah. I'd still shoot a deer right in the head. Would you? <laughs> yeah, they are so dumb. I hate them. <laughs> you look in their eyes. There's nothing there. <laughs> they are dumb. They are dumb. dumb. <laughs> Dick's co-signing, retweeting the shit out of what Nick just said. <laughs> Nick, I didn't know you were an outdoorsman. I'm not, but I would like to be. I'd like to shoot a deer right in the head. What is your fucking deal with deer? I hate, they're just stupid animals. They're a nuisance. There are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, bro? What about Christmas? And they're overpopulating the grub. It was a reindeer. It was different. No, they're just... I'm talking about white-tailed deer. Oh, the white deer. Bambi. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about racist undertones. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. That's unbelievable. You hate white-tailed deer. I wouldn't even shoot them in like the kill spot in the neck, so you could like just right in the face. So you I don't killed, even want a trophy. No, I, I killed a deer one time. No, sh- shot no, it. Yep, went uh-huh. out. With Tim McVie, big hunter. You know, I went out in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. I killed a deer. They couldn't find a gun or archery. Gun. Had a boy. Thank you. Thirty-eight six Remington. Ooh. Oh, it's got a little kick. Yeah. Whenever uh, they took me out to the range, uh, Tim McAfee was hitting like a dip can from like 200 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. <laughs> <laughs> and that was prevalent when we were in the woods. They couldn't find a wound on the deer. Oh, really? So I literally scared it to death. There was no exit wound. There was nothing. There was no blood on the entire thing. It just, I shot in its direction and it just dropped and dead. It dropped dead. <laughs> We tried to search for it and everything. Couldn't find a blood trail. Uh, and I was like, I know you hit it. And it turned out, no, I didn't. It just <laughs> fucking dropped dead. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> then Tim refused to believe the compass with his friend. He started drawing X's and O's uh, in the mountains. And we got lost in the woods for fucking five hours. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my last time in the woods. That was it. Like, you know what, Dad? It's in for me. Dragging a deer. Up and down a mountain that I didn't even shoot. This poor thing just had a heart. <laughs> poor thing just had a heart attack. You know, I would take a trophy. I would shoot it in the face and I would use my hatchet and I'd chop out its hooves. I wouldn't mind field a dressing a deer. Oh yeah. What the fuck is that. wrong with you guys? What are we talking about? You just want to cut it open? Well, yeah, I want. I want the head above my fireplace. <laughs> nice seventeen point buck. Just field dress it real quick. 
they would prefer that too because like ninety nine oh, deer would yeah because like ninety nine percent of deers their life ends with like a turkey vulture just eating their guts on the side True. of the highway. So I mean you know that's quick and painless. The deer community has spoken. Yeah, I think so. Or a skull. If I had a deer skull with like a giant piece yeah, of it missing, cool. blown off. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I Why hate them. Like deer? an old like an old school uh, cow. Yeah. Uh, this is unbelievable. You hate deer this much. What's the like? Oh, They're deer. cool. They're little lawn ornaments. They're very cute. They shit all over your yard. Mm-hmm. Bring ticks. Dumbass little fucking shits, too. Like little balls. Know. Ticks, you have no feelings about this. I think you if I could have a pet one, I would I feel bad because I clapped on your show yesterday about Will Smith, so I got to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that conscience. I want a goat. And Goats are awesome. Now I'm being told you don't want to go. You just throw a garbage. You don't have to have a garbage can anymore. They I jump know. around. I had a lot hilariously. of people, I tweeted about it, and a lot of people that have goats were like, "Come get it. We got a bunch of them or whatever." And I was like, Ooh, "I should get a goat." And then some people were educating me. You're like, "Well, you basically got to turn your yard into a junkyard yeah. if you want a goat because they got to have all kinds of shit to climb on and stuff. Otherwise, they'll get like uh, bro. Yeah, but it's awesome to up. watch. Yeah, but it bro, Vincent Van Goat just hopping around <laughs> in your dumpster backyard would be awesome. I guess you could you could set up an obstacle course that looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, and the dogs will like it too. Get little weaving things. They're probably pretty friendly. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah sure they friendly. are. There's no videos so of watch them your just fingers. <laughs> headbutting anybody. <laughs> you don't have to recycle. I know, and it was like the little pygmy ones too. Safer than that raccoon Sam's mom's feeding every day. Metal. Uh, so I've, I think I've they'll chew told. it up, yeah. Yeah, I've heard they will. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Uh, they'll chaw on a can. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoons that I've watched, they eat everything. Yeah. That's wild. Then, then the can true. always gets stuck in their neck, and mm-hmm. it's like you can see the, sca- the can through their neck. And they're sideways. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Turn that song, bitch, <laughs> sideways. <laughs> There's a pygmy breed or a dwarf breed or something they call them, but they, they, I guess they're like Jesus. more easy to domesticate than the others. They're like, they'll act like pets. Well, that's what you need. I got to find it. That's you want, you the, you want the goat to sit and lay down and roll over. And play with the dogs. They'll probably eat the dog shit, too, which is really nice. Oh, mm. oh Put them in the true. mud room. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dogs out and keep the goat in the house. That's talking. what I should do. Sam uh. was going to a pig rescue this week. That's what Marnie wants. She wants a pig. Like where they put them Why? on a spick and they and they spin it. They're really smart. A rescue. Oh, a roast. Yeah, but they're just <laughs> disgusting creatures. Yeah. Tastes phenomenal. Though. There are some religions that refuse <laughs> to eat pig because of how disgusting they are. Yeah. But I guess you can turn them into a little dog if you want. Yeah. I, so I, these neighbors we had across the field, they used to babysit my sister and I, and um, they had always had a pig that ran with their dogs and just thought it was a dog. It tried to bark like a dog. It would chase cars up the lane just like the dog. Because it never like looked in dog. the mirror. I know. And they're really smart, I guess. <laughs> get an office pig. No, no. Pot belly no, pig. There's no more animals coming in my life. We are at capacity. <laughs> so what, what, do you do to, what do you do to pig rescue then? That's what I told her. I was like, like why are you even going to go? Pull out of the mud? Why are you even going to go? It's like uh, if they lose their housing or something like that. Oh. It's, like, um, it's oh. like a shelter for pigs, basically. Yeah. So I was like, so you're definitely going to walk out of there with one. And she was like, no, I'm just going to pet them. No way. I was like, uh, you bring a pig home. You go ahead and turn that pig around. Fucking move out. <laughs> so don't even go. Can't put her in a situation. Can't even trust her to be in that situation. Well, she brings it home. You know, you have some nice keto-friendly bacon for oh, about yeah. a couple months there. Maybe <laughs> she grabs a couple of them for you. Imagine Nick hears about this pig in my house. I'm upset about it. Nick goes, I can take care of your problem. Well, I didn't <laughs> say I was stabbing a pig in the neck and gutting it. <laughs> 
Just like deer. Rambo. High <laughs> 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 just deer. If you got a deer, you need taken care of. Yeah, let's let's talk. Uh, do you guys remember the YouTube clip of the guy that was uh, doing the story about the pig, and his name was Chris P. Bacon? No, no. Pretty no. clever name Sounds for like a pig. A fake. Mm. Crispy bacon. Gets <laughs> 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 me every time. Why don't you get some outdoor animals that have to stay outside? No, dude. Somebody's got to take care of them. Yeah, you got to feed them every day. The horses I've heard are the worst. Yeah, that's a, yeah, a lot, lot of work. Marnie's already didn't live with us, but every day it's something. They get all these eye infections all the time. She's got an eye infection right now. They oh, Steven? do stuff to their hooves. I don't know why it happens to them, but <laughs> they're always <laughs> fucked up. I don't know why. Yeah, they, they, they make it sound as if it's terrible, like mm-hmm. as if yeah. the, the care is terrible. And it's very expensive, I, I think, to have a vet look at a horse. Sam would want a horse to let him run wild in the back for get sure. Get two pigs, put them out back. You got a pen out there. <laughs> we'll be hanging on the edge tonight. Come on, Todd, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a fun episode. <laughs> Another long one for us. I like these long ones. We go, we take quite a journey. Quite, quite a journey. We cover all the topics, all the important topics. We can't thank you enough for listening. To us, um, keep spreading the word. We love you. We want to say I wanted to close on this because today, which is actually tomorrow for you guys, but would have been uh, Robin Williams' 68th birthday, oh. comedy legend. So and the I real genie, yeah. The, July the 24th is his genie. birthday. Yeah, t- uh, Tuesday was his birthday. Tuesday was his birthday. Mm-hmm. Would have been 68. Oh. Oh, okay. Happy birthday to him for yeah. sure. Yeah. Good for him almost being on Samantha Ludi's birthday as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody Close. forgets. There you go. July 24th, it's Samantha It's the birthday Ludi's of legends. Birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah, happy happy birthday, birthday. Sam. Happy Samantha, birthday. Samantha. Happy birthday. I, I was, there's no way I was going to let the show go to, a, to an end without saying that. Yeah. yeah. Happy I'm birthday, glad Sam. Good person. It's yeah. good. Romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romantic. Thank you. Very romantic. People I can't wait that. to see. Yeah. You're going to celebrate her birthday. It's going to be cool. That's Hey, shut it all down. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sam. It's going to be great. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Yeah. This is the one after her milestone birthday, right? Yep. 2026. 26. 26. Great. Awesome. I think she's 31. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Do we have to nah, dump that? I'd, I'd probably dump that. Dump it. No, I don't think dump. you have to. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you have to lie about I don't the think age women are ashamed 40. of 31. No, they? 40. I think it's over 40. Yeah, but Jesus. some girls don't like it. Okay. Because like, they're like, it's, oh, it's my 10th, 39th birthday. Like, well, that's a funny joke. Oh, yeah, joke. that's a funny yeah. joke. Yeah. That's a funny Love joke. Love hearing that. <laughs> If you're going to tell that, tell that to Diggs or Ty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but today would have been 68 <laughs> for Robin Williams, or yesterday would have been 68 for Robin Williams. A lot of younger people, I think, forget that he was also one of the better stand-up comedians of his Electric. era. Electric. So I'm going to end this episode on Pat and I's favorite Robin Williams bit. It's about how the Scots started golf. <sighs> We're out. It's good. want a linguistic adventure. Go drinking with a Scotsman. Because you can't fucking understand them before. You land in Scotland and they're going, Doodle Cape, if you like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, if you get it. Fuck, take it up, like, burn the bullets, that's it, right? Pepped up in your neck of it. Sure. Oh, fuck, sure, right? Man, you know the fuck, like, backside there, tweak your ass on the floor, right? Cape, eh? Sure. Oh, sure, you dumb fucking bastard. You realize that, eh? 
And you realize how drunk they get. They could wear a skirt and not care. And how they could invent a sport like golf. Here's my idea for a fucking sport. I knock a ball in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like pool? Fuck off, pool! Not with a straight stick, with a little fucked up stick. I whack the ball that goes in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like croquet? Fuck croquet! I put the whole hundreds of yards away! Oh, fuck out of here! It's great fun there! Oh, yeah, that's a great thing! Oh, like a bowling thing? Fuck no! Not straight, I put shit in the way! Like trees and bushes and high glass! So you can lose your fucking ball and go whacking away with a fucking tire iron! Whacking away and each time you miss you feel like you're gonna have a stroke! Fuck! That's what we'll call it! A stroke, cause every time you miss you feel like you're gonna fucking die! Oh, great! Oh, and here's a bit of fact. Oh, fuck, this is brilliant. Right near the end, I'll put a flat piece with a little flag to give you fucking hope. <laughs> but then I'll put a pool and a sandbox to fuck with your ball again. <laughs> ah, you'll be there trashing your ass, jerking away in the sand. <laughs> oh, and you do this one time. Fuck no! <laughs> Eighteen fucking times! The manly sport of golf, where you can dress like a pimp and no one will care. Where you can wear clothes and even a blind gay man would go, oh dear Christ. Those are loud. This is not carnival. What the fuck are you on? Even the alligator's going, asshole. And you get in the, it's such an exciting athletic sport too. Whack the ball, get in the cart. Whack the ball, get in the cart. And the commentary's electrifying. Just this side of curling for really getting me going. Uh, we're on the third green now. Could people be quieter? I'd like to hear the grass grow. I want the guy who does Mexican soccer to do golf one time. The ball is running. The ball is going to the... Waspy motherfuckers go, oh dear Christ! My God, they're not gardening, they're playing now. Oh shit! What the hell are we gonna do? Because that was their last domain of dominance. It was their area. They were the king up until Tiger. Yes! Son of a black man and a Thai woman. Not even a German geneticist could have thought that one up. Black athletic ability, Buddhist concentration. Crouching putter. <laughs> and then he goes to the British Open and he plays at St. Andrews, where they fucking invented the sport. And after the fourth round, he's 18 under par, and there's only 18 fucking holes. And all the old men are going, oh my god, we're doomed. How did he learn to play? We wouldn't let him join, dear God. <laughs> and they start having nightmares of golf carts going. 
Yo, 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 I'm playing through. Whether you're a Gentile or a Jew, Pebble Beach, motherfucker. Send it.